This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Theron Kadeen of Hyperion, Mason Raid of Balmung, Zoe Daybreaker of Sargatanis. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. Sounding catchphrases. Ascalia. I just love the number six for no reason. And Mika. That's what I'm talking about. LimitBreakRadio.com. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome. To Limit Break Radio. To Limit Break Radio. The Limit Break Radio. Oh my god, we get it, you're here. But no, we haven't done Waterfall in a while. And I know, and why do I have Escalia and Nika fucked up again, as always? I'm a little out of the loop, it's been a while, sorry. Do you forget how to LBR? <laughs> do you even LBR, bro? It's not like riding a bicycle, you do forget. You try to forget, but that shit's like ingrained in there. Every time I leave, Kahlo, I try to forget about you. Exactly. You, but you know what? everything. It's like that one fateful trip to the uh, to the confessionary. That one time you try to forget, but no matter how hard you try, it's just always there in the back of your... What? Wait, what, what are you talking about? Is there something about? you need you to tell us about? Like no, I don't go to church. Stop it. <laughs> Not anymore, apparently. <laughs> a Nero! Intro! Which, which is clear by calling it a confessionary. I don't think that's what it's called. <laughs> Confessional? You just go to... Yeah. There you go. There you go. It's evil. Stay away. Welcome to Limit Break Radio. Thank you for joining us. And uh, we are going to call you the loyal listeners of Limit Break Radio because you guys are going to stick through us. Uh, stick with us through this brutal seven week wait. You guys are probably sticking. I hope you're sticking with Final Fantasy 14 through this seven week wait. Come on, I, I, uh, I dude, hear, it's gonna be brutal. I hear seven weeks isn't that bad. We, uh, we have time to play other games now. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> clearly that's what's happening. Like, is there anyone left online? Right. Vanadiel has more people because in it right I think, now. I think oh that was God. that was Yoshi P's intention. Be like, you know what, let's give them a little while. They have some other games that they want to clear have on to the play way. Metal Gear. Yeah, uh, Yoshi P is a Metal Gear fan. He's like, I got it. I know how I can get some time off. Uh, Oh, dude, dude, it's depressing. It is depressing. So, uh, yeah, we've got this big seven week wait where we're just capping tomes. That's that's pretty capping tomes, buying time, grinding savage. That's that's hey, that's all people are doing. It's, that, yeah, it's all about that tome life. Oh my hold god! Hold on, hold on. Ugh. Six weeks. Six weeks. Six oh weeks yeah, now. you're right. It's it is. Yeah, it's six weeks now. The yeah. LBR countdown. The LBR countdown. <laughs> countdown to three point one. That's has officially our, started. That's our episode title from here on out. Seven, six, five. <laughs> four. Oh man! People are gonna go back through our archives years from now, just like, 
what are they counting down uh, yeah, to? Like, yeah, what's the big exactly. reveal? It's like, oh, a patch came out. Exactly, yeah. So we are, of course, live from Eorzea. Let's kick it over to our studios. And yes, our studios are back in full form today. Uh, everyone is back. Uh, we got a full house, uh, a full cast. And uh, and it's, an, it's a doubly exciting day because when we wrap up uh, episode number 32 here, we're going to uh, take a small break and then we're going to come back with the, ne- the third episode of Final Encounter. Countercast. So uh, if you're listening and, uh, you know, may, hey, maybe this is the first time you're ever checking out Limit Break Radio. You like what we do. Uh, you, you know, you dig the vibe that we're putting down. You want to listen. And you don't have a life. You don't. You, you <laughs> want to you listen to us talk about some video games. Well, we're going to have uh, some of that coming up later at around six o'clock. Uh, but uh, of course, we are here to talk about Final Fantasy 14, even though there's really not all that much to talk about, well, let's be honest. fortunately for all our fans and all of our listeners, coming up with bullshit to talk about is what we do best. It's that our is, forte. Yeah, that is true. That and dick jokes. <laughs> well, <laughs> and my uh, teacher said that would never pay off. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, he well, also said I used math, but I don't. So We are we are all still sort of living in squalor, so... <laughs> well, they might have had maybe a point. he was right. <laughs> yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, that's, I guess that's fair. All right, uh, so uh, let's check out what's going on in terms of Final Fantasy XIV news. Well, that was a good segment. This is a limit-breaking news update. Oh my god, Escalia! <laughs> what the fuck? Are you. F- ah, I know you haven't been here, but Jesus, way to step all over that. When did Jesus, we. Uh, holy did even god, try? what the fuck? When did we debut that segment? Uh, Three while, weeks ago. While oh, you, okay, yeah. The first one I wasn't here. Yeah, oh, 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 oh. So you don't listen to the show? God. You don't do your homework. Uh, no. Way to go, Kala. Uh, and, and, and you ruined the fucking joke because, yeah, there's no news. Segment over. Segment over. Good job. Really, that was I'm my back. joke. It was my joke, and then he steps all over it. You shitting idiot! You hey, fucking hey, moron! Hey, how uh, is how is he supposed to? How is he supposed to know? Ah, hey, I like that fist bump. There we go. There we go. <laughs> no, that was pretty bad. No, no, I'm gonna give it to him because I'm mad at him. <laughs> what the fuck? Ah, uh, step all over my production. That nice was, job. Those were rage props uh, right there. God damn. Ah, uh, that makes me so mad. Uh, so yeah, Hashtag nothing producer life. Nothing to talk about in terms of news. Uh, sorry guys, there's just there's really not a whole lot going on right now. Uh, so yeah, there's that's well, there it. is a new contest. Did you see that? What? What? <laughs> there's a contest where you can create a, a like a treasure map to a sightseeing point, and people have to figure it out. And you can get a prize for creating like the coolest map, or a prize for like solving. Okay, else. that might actually be cool. Like, I don't know. It sounds it weird. Sounds yeah. The, I, I like. I actually really like when MMOs do weird kind of off the wall community stuff like that. Uh, you know, like I thought the the hair design thing was really cool. Um, did they show off any of the? the I mean, I, I know they showed off who the winners were, but like, have we actually seen like any, any of the their runners runners up or no, something? No, like, like have that? we actually seen the hairstyles? Like, have they actually made it into oh, the game? I don't think so. And yeah. how loyally have they translated from, well, from the Please look be, forward to it. Yeah, I mean, they haven't showed us yeah, yet. They okay. probably won't show us till the patch drops. It'll be well, we'll see. In 26 weeks. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that ends up going. But I mean, like, they've done other stuff like this. It, like, uh, I just the one that I can think of is that they had a, like a design a ring contest. I think it was all the way back in 1.0. And whatever, or maybe this, maybe I'm even thinking of back in 11. I don't even 
know but whatever they chose was just like a cross and it was super boring and uh i just i i, I hope that uh, all right whatever right. it is is just you know like to make it cool make it legit like make to it good be fair though if it was in 11 or or i don't or think it was no because 11 didn't display rings i don't even PS2 know why i thought limitations that. fuck off i don't even know why i thought that but yeah I, I don't i don't remember when that happened but i do remember that happened. that it was lame uh, and yeah, and that it was whatever they chose. It was like whatever they, they chose the winner because it was like that was the easiest to make work. <laughs> oh, you know, in in my head. Yeah. yeah. How much how complex can you really make a fucking ring? Yeah, exactly. So uh, anyway, uh, thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in, uh, even though we don't have a whole lot of Final Fantasy stuff. Well, to there's talk about. LBR news. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you remember the, the bet we made in the green room video last week? Oh, we should bring that to light for all of the LBR we uh, listeners. Should wait. What's this? What's going on? Yeah, I wasn't here last week. Me yeah, and Nero made a bet. We did. What was the what? bet? I don't remember this. The bet was that I believe that Hildebrand slash comedic oh, right, right, side right. quest. Oh yes. yeah, yeah, that's will right. Be in three point one. That's right. And I said that they won't. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and what was yeah, at what stake? Yeah. Here? That's right. Oh yeah, I'm I'm giving up. I'm giving up my pay. Yeah, we're both you. giving up our pay. Like yeah, actual, actual pay. Yeah, the the payout. We're we're, we're that episode and the monthly bonus. Yeah. goes to the other person. Yeah. So there's there is, it's actual money, like yeah. actual money, money, so, money. Mo- uh, so yeah, Juxta thinks that either the comic relief side quest or Hildebrand will be a part of three point one. I do not. Question three point one five. Is a null. No is a wins. null. Oh, it nobody has to wins. Be in the original yes. three point one. Yeah. But if it's in three point one five, nobody wins. So nobody if it wins. comes before three point two, null. Yes. Okay. Who gets to decide what counts as comedy? Wait a minute. It's How about obvious. this? It's Wait, uh, yeah. It's I, pain- I have a big question. It's sort of painfully either. obvious. It's really what telegraphed. If, what if if it comes between your payout goes to me and Ascalia? Uh, no, hey, no. no, 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 no. Yeah, you. What have no are you stakes. putting up? Yeah. Well, let's 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 put it to vote. Let's put it to vote, guys. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyone who's part of the bet currently, uh, vote. All in favor, say aye. Aye. All opposed. No, no. Everyone gets to vote. You, you, you stay not, the fuck out and quit nosing in. You're not part. Of quit <laughs> nosing in on our shit. Yeah, that's a scalier job. You weren't here. You weren't here. You're not a part of it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that bet still stands. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I look right. forward to that uh, that money. Yeah, I don't think you're going to get it, my friend. I just don't think you're going to get it. What I, makes you think? Has there, has there been anything in the last week that makes you think? Uh, just my faith in the great okay. glorious Yoshi. Yeah, just your ego is all. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. All right. So, yeah, actual money at stake on, on whether or not 3.1 uh we'll uh we'll have comic relief uh side quests in it or not we'll see uh, i don't believe i don't i don't but i don't think so uh so i i we uh you know thinking about programming today's show uh we touched on an interesting point last week uh we got a great follow-up email uh, that we want to read here uh, on uh, on last week's show uh, when we started to talk about uh, game populations, uh, MMO populations, server populations, active subscribers versus how many people have registered. Uh, and so uh, we thought that would actually make like for, you know, I think we actually even pointed it out at the time yeah. when we when we had the discussion on the show, like and this would actually be a pretty good topic for a full episode. Yeah. Uh, so that's what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, what is the significance of uh, Final Fantasy 14's population, quote unquote population? And we'll get we'll break down exactly what that means. Uh, what is the significance of 
uh, Final Fantasy's Final Fantasy 14's population being at five million players. Uh, so uh, that's that's what uh, that, that's that's basically the question that we're posing. If you have any input that you want to share, make sure to uh, you can give us a call live uh, on the show via Skype. Uh, just add the Skype account limit break radio or give us a call at eight one zero five one five eight seven one five. And uh, that's uh, just the super easy way to, uh, to to give us a call. But uh, but we'll be taking your calls on uh, on this subject. And uh, again, we got got some great great emails about this from uh from last week but before we before we get into that and i actually want to say that we had had this topic designed we'd actually we've had this topic designed for like two weeks right yeah it's been a while that we've had this that it was actually on it wasn't just on last week's outline it was on an outline before that like we've copy and pasted this this you discussion on the back burner yeah, we actually came up with the the possible idea topic since the week before the tinfoil hat episode yes yep. yeah so it's, it's so been there it, yeah th- I, I just want to mention that this this idea has been floating around uh it, it, you know on the back burner for a while and uh you know now since you know we, we kind of brought it in on the last episode seems like a good point to talk about it but much to my surprise uh, I'm a big fan of the uh, of the YouTube channel Game Theory, uh, Game Theorists. Sure. Uh, it's uh, done, done by this guy Matt Pat. Uh, I think actually, Scalia, you were the one that turned me on to them. Yeah. So uh, when, we, when I talked about um, you, turn, you not only that you uh, you introduced me not only to Game Theory, but you introduced me to Extra Credits extra as well. Credits. That's what I was. Talking Two about. fantastic series, yes. by by the way, and I love these series to death, but. Man, Matt Pat uploaded a video, and it's really I got I watched it last night. It's really not sitting well with me. So I thought it's tough to swallow. It re, you know, let's let's just watch. Like let's let's we can't share the video with you guys. So if you really if you want to go and and watch it, we'll share a link to this video uh, in the in the Twitch chat. But like I, I just. I feel like I feel like a lot of his points were really off base, and it's sort of a really good lead-in to this whole discussion. So, like, Juxta, will you cue, will you cue up that video for me? Yeah, sure. Yeah, will you get that loaded for? Okay, it's all so, set. All right, so let's uh, let's take a listen to this. Let's take a listen. This is now. What is what's the ti- what's the title of that YouTube video, homie? Uh, the title is Game Theory is the MMO genre dying. Oh man. <laughs> So for, first, dude. Sponsored. First, first of all, first of all, dude. Matt Pat, man, way to be clickbaity with your title. Now, now, look, we have we have to preface this. We have to preface this with the same disclosure that he gives his audience, which this is absolutely a sponsored video. Like this is this is a sponsored video by uh, what's what's the game that he's hawking? Game of War. War. Yeah, Game of War. Okay, it's a it's a it's apparently some shitty mobile game. Yeah, it's a mobile game, and a lot of my second graders played it last year, and they were talking about it. It's, it's like kind of Clash yeah. of Clans, y- y- something like that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've never spent any time with this. It's nonsense. one of those games that I see advertisements for, where they just stole a picture out of a different game to use as their banner. Is and this, you're like, what? Is this the fuck? Wait, is this the game that you with, with the hot it's girl? The one that yeah, Kate Upton. The Kate Upton. Yeah. I can get behind that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, that's I'll the only. That's the only 
notable thing about this game that I know of. Like it's guys, that, they that paid was some a- imagery. I just don't ever. Want. <laughs> yeah, that was. I don't ever want to have to imagine you two in a threesome again. Oh God, yeah. The the good God. Hey, I, I, I did. I to know what your penis looks like. It really. Yeah, great job. You gave you everyone. Look, you gave everyone in the audience the mental picture of you guys golden gating Kate Upton. <laughs> Way to go. As oh. Lonely Island and Justin Timberlake say, it ain't gay if it's a three-way. Oh. <laughs> oh. Hey, look, no vomit. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, that was oh. that was seriously gross. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, that, it, it, it's a sponsored video by by this mobile game, this shitty mobile game. But, yeah, the, the title right off the bat, right off the bat is, is the MMO genre dying? And, I, okay, like, like, off the bat, I'm a little bit defense. You know, I'm a big MMO fan. I I read that title. I'm like I'm, all, I'm like no no come on wait like 24 reasons the MMO genre won't live to see tomorrow. Oh my god! Well, click yeah, here. Show me your empirical evidence. What kind of data do you have to support this theory? Uh, well, let's let's find out. Like, let's let's hear what he has to say. Let's let, instead of like instead of beating the guy up, let's let's let him talk for himself. And then beat Friends, him up. today we gather to mourn the loss of our beloved game genre, the MMO. Stop it! Stop! Pause! No! So in answer to his no question... no more MMOs. Uh, that's what that sounds uh, like. They're all gone. Okay, apparently, Completely not gone. only is it dying, it already oh, died. Okay, guys, We're at the on, eulogy. Come on, come on. Us of all people can appreciate a little bit of theatrics, okay? <laughs> okay, okay, I'll give you theatrics. And okay, that's true. I never said I wasn't a drama queen. Oh. But I mean, what he makes it sound like is that the entire, like community of players who plays games no longer wants MMOs at all. Like, they're gone. They're oh, done. my like, God. Like, that's what that sounds it's, like. It's okay. eliciting a pretty strong response from you guys, yeah, though, I, isn't it? You guys don't know how to, like, hook your audience. All right. I think we do a pretty goddamn good job of hooking our audience, okay? So you can appreciate this, I, then. Uh, no, I can't. It's look causing at, conflict. Look at the fucking graphics on it. Look at all <laughs> of the schmaltzy, like he's set up a fucking graphic funeral for MMO. Like, fuck off. Like, really? Pac-Man is sad. He's he's frowning. <laughs> oh, my God. I just oh, said, like, why the heck is Pac-Man shitting. at MMO's funeral? All right, all right, all right. Really, Keep, is Pac-Man still relevant? Oh, my God. It's it's just, it, I'm, I'm like, I'm cringing watching this. Like, just go ahead. Go ahead. Ascended, Ashbringer to Ashbringer, Enchanted Dust to Enchanted Dust. Wow, references. <gasps> it's alive. Oh, so MMOs oh, wait, aren't so, yeah, no, oh, okay, never, never yeah, yeah, no, He's changed it's, his thesis now. Yeah, it's okay. Whoa. It's okay. It's okay, guys. He's changed his thesis in his thesis. I'm pretty sure that's like 101 in English. You don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Skip past this <laughs> shitty intro here. Can you do it? Can you, you do it for ironic purposes? I can. No, uh, well, I had to mute it, but I don't I don't want to yeah. play it. Yeah, okay, yeah, we're right, past okay, it. Okay, all right, all right. Honestly, at first, I didn't know what to say. But as I thought about it, Game of War and lots of other freemium games, for that matter, represent an evolution in gaming we may not currently be playing, but we also shouldn't be ignoring. Like in part because of its impact right? on gaming as a whole, but also because freemium games promise to preserve one of gaming's oldest and most beloved genres, MMOs, uh, just as yeah. it was on its okay. last legs. And that's no PR spin. Looking at the history of gaming, the evidence is obvious. Late is it? news about MMOs has mm. been kind of a downer. Yeah. Well, if you could, uh, scroll through some search results here. Over okay. the last year, more and more gaming publications have been discussing the death of the massive multiplayer online genre. The Lord of the Rings MMO? Gone. Elder Scrolls Online? Largely underwhelmed. The Star Wars MMO? I mean, Star Wars! The universe every single person on the planet wishes they lived in and single-handedly got people excited to watch other people unbox toys for 18 hours straight. Okay, no, Jesus. Or tour. 
Swator. Get right? to the fucking point. Swator. Hold on, let's talk about acronyms. Acronym. All right, pa- pause this. Pause thing. this. I got yeah, stop out. it. I got yeah, beef. Yeah, first of all, what the? First fu- of all, if your point ends with you making fun of of the acronym of it, like like how much how much meat do you really have there, right? Well, let's. I mean, seriously, he. I feel like he cherry picked his examples. Like uh, uh, Lord of the Rings Online is actually still around and has a pretty healthy community. And I just saw. I mean, like is is a, a totally legit game. I mean, Turbine does a really good job of managing their games. They have smaller populations. They have different model structures. But like, what the what is his fucking point here? Like, I, I think get the point. The is, Old Republic has a really great story. I think it's just the development kind of slacked off. No, I know. I think. You know, I think that's their own. I, you know. The point that he's making is that the press around MMOs has been really negative, right? Like, okay, yeah, the MMOs, MMOs have not done a very good job when, you know, like they haven't made a ton of their money. They haven't been really, really profitable, at least definitely not on the, on the, on the level as wow. So, I mean, but again, I feel like he's cherry picking his examples and especially if he doesn't mention Final Fantasy 14 in say, there. One of the things he said was that there has been a very negative spin on MMO news in the gaming community. Okay. Yeah, let's just completely ignore the fact that Final Fantasy 14 was featured in Playboy, that it was featured in Time Magazine. Well, no, no, no. All jokes aside, Playboy's a big publication. It is, and they do have legitimate articles as well as titties, okay? So, <laughs> a lot of people well, they buy do have that what they've been building up for their the gaming news. They've yeah. been building up their gaming again, yeah, Time Magazine. Become like a geek news for whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Time uh, Magazine, right? That's a big one, isn't it? Well, no, it's not even that, but it's just like how can you cite these examples of shitty games that you know like i just i feel like he's purposely like final fantasy 14 doesn't line up with his logic and so he's just ignoring it you know what else too all of those games that he picked out are all freemium games well yeah i think he may i think he's still building to a point here let's let's keep rolling since just a few months after it came out even blizzard is making big moves canceling titan their big warcraft follow that was a big surprise yeah it kind of development was. and their subscriptions for wow are at their lowest since 2005 what happened to all the, the super games ancient mmos where people literally lost decades of their life trading stacks of lizard skins for wheels of cheese are we entombing the mmo that might have been an ff11 i was like was that an 11 joke well, it might have been stuff that nether weave bag into the closet for good there is is a future for these games. MMOs aren't dying, they're evolving. Oh god, here comes the pitch. It's the wind-up for the pitch. A new model for one of gaming's oldest genres. Now, a game genre evolving with... Okay, alright, hang, uh, hang on, hang on. Hey, game's he's, oldest genres? Yeah, well, I, he, he... He gets into that later. Yeah, he... Oh, man, does it's, he it's a, it's a stretch. No, I don't think it is. I don't think it's it where is. where they came from, yeah, but would you call those? Well, we'll yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it is, it is literally the history of how the MMO evolved. Yes, I totally... His The thing that he's about to launch into with MUDs and everything. Mm-hmm. But again, like, no mention of Final Fantasy fourteen in there. He just blows past it. And, and you know, like, I feel like that's a big blind spot to have if you're going to be critiquing the model that MMOs operate off of. Mm-hmm. All right. Especially no. just with how much of a, a great, um, like, just build up and reputation this game even has. Like, at any convention I go to, I say I play an MMO. Like, oh, which one? I mentioned 14, and everyone gives me thumbs up. Everybody plays it, and then we just, I mean, it's ridiculous how many yeah. people play how it and love did, it. did Twitch explode when Heaven's Ward first came out? Like, how do you ignore that? Yeah, a lot. So, dude, so many uh, streamers were, were on Heaven's Ward. And I mean, like, that's why I said, like, I feel like they blew an opportunity to keep people there, to keep, like, some really talented people people 
uh, playing 14 when they decided, like, oh, we're just going to be kind of lax with our content. But they had to take a vacation, man. Oh, they were tired. Yeah, whatever. All right. Uh, all right. Let's, let's, yeah, let's keep it going here. MMO is such an old game style that none of us really realize how many changes it's already had. So much so that if you went back and looked at where they started, the MMO is practically unrecognizable. I would expect most people watching this channel didn't start to hear about the MMO until their former best friend, co-worker, or prom date fell victim to the World of Warcraft. Yeah, that uh, was a lot of people's really entry points, but I mean, like, you know, I, I, I might remember EverQuest, EverQuest and Ultima Online were on way before that. Oh yeah, totally. Well, he just mentioned EverQuest. More like MS-DOS. If you've ever accidentally ended up on the So the point I mean the point that he's first of all the point that he's driving to is is fucking complain that Elder Scrolls online had lackluster graphics. Oh god. Wait a minute. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Roll that back. I I was talking over top of that, but that just makes me mad because that's a stupid bad joke. That's a bad joke. Run it back. I want to hear that again. Can you give that any more volume? I'm from from YouTube? Uh, no, it's no. Max, okay, all right, all right. If you've ever accidentally ended up on the command prompt screen of your computer, that was basically it. And people complained that Elder Scrolls Online had lackluster graphics. <laughs> That's so hilarious! Oh my god, what a fucking terrible joke! What an awful! Why would you? Why would you write that down on a piece of paper? Look at it and then, like, do you not? What the? I know why. Oh my god! Because it caters oh. to the lowest common denominator. Oh. oh! If you've ever accidentally opened your MS DOS prompt, mm, uh, oh my god! Oh, oh! I, I, I need to. You know, I, I'm a big fan of Opie and Anthony. Okay, I'm a, I'm a big, big fan of Opie and Anthony, and I, I have to, I like, I have to, I have to cite one of their jokes. I have to cite one of their references. He's giving me douche chills. He's, I, I can feel it. He's, it's in the base of my spine. He's giving me douche chills uh, with these terrible fucking jokes. Someone, oh. someone in the chat doesn't seem to get the joke. The joke is, is that MS DOS is nothing but text based. It's just black and white, and that's what muds were. That's what right. muds were. And the joke is, is that those oh. graphics are as bad as Elder the, Scrolls the Online. The Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I have to get it out of my... I'm, I'm cringing I, so hard. I my, would like to point one thing out, though, in your Look own. at me. Look at, I know. Look now at, you know how we feel putting up with you. Oh, funny. <laughs> when does the comedy start? Seriously, Matt Pack. God damn. Okay, all right, all right. It's making his point about muds, which I actually agree with. You know, that's what I was... That's that's the point that I was going with, was that, like, yeah, the, 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 the parallels that he's drawing to muds is totally, totally I feel fine. like this whole history of MMOs is pretty irrelevant, oh, though. Oh, it's... So irrelevant to the point. Okay, he's just trying to fill time. Oh, like, yeah, like, he's as I'm watching this last time, I'm like, what? Why the he's fuck are you talking yeah, he's about pad this? He's padding his sponsored video. He is building to his point that MMOs are evolving. Yeah. Anyway, go, go. Keep Start a game and receive all the information about who their character was, what class they were. Actually, can we, we, we you know what? Hang on. <laughs> we're getting nowhere, man. Yeah, did you just... Can we can we skip the thing about the fucking muds? Please, muds were text based. Yeah, <laughs> they looked like MS DOS. <laughs> and people uh, spent lots of money to play them because the internet was new and expensive. Yes, <laughs> yeah, people spent one hundred seventeen dollars a month. <laughs> yeah, to play a mud. Yeah, let's just skip all that and get to his, the fucking point that he's trying to make because this is just wasting time. What's his point? <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow, he talks a lot, a lot about mud. He fucking does. I know. It's like it, like it's a thirteen minute long video with like seven minutes it. about like I was muds. watching it as I like we was going getting ready to go to bed, right? And I'm boring. like, are you fucking kidding? Well, me? at least it was probably easy to fall asleep after. There was that. that. Is it after the subscription fees part? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's all in there. Yeah, yeah. Just like yeah, just fucking just do it. Yeah, right, just, let's try let's, here. Yeah, just try. Whatever. Star Wars. Star Wars was developed by BioWare, the same publisher as Neverwinter Nights. Clearly a company who knows what they're doing with an MMO. Well, the game cost nearly $200 million to make. No, this is a good point. This is a good point. The most expensive game ever made. Yeah. How about Destiny, the MMO FPS? It is the most expensive game ever made at $500 million. Disney right. Infinity, good point. also in the top list with $100 million. Disney in Infinity is raking an MMO, in cash, Devs though. are expected to create a vast world. World that feels alive and open-ended, always changing. But by spending that much to make a game, you take a huge risk. The risk that, you know, people just might not like it. And it's not like any of the MMOs mentioned here aren't fun games. Most are pretty good. Some are fantastic. But the problem is that they need so many people to play for such a long time just to break even that it's almost impossible to become a smash hit. In the case of Swator, what was supposed to be the next World of Warcraft breakout hit actually just ended up Slashing their subscription fees. Okay, all right, okay, all right. Pause it there, because okay, yeah, yeah. he actually puts a graphic up here that I kind of took a little bit of a, uh, uh, you know, uh, offense, well, not offense to, but but he puts up a little chalkboard to basically show how long certain amounts of people would have to play to break even. Sure. And it was like half a million for two years. Is that really like that big of a deal? 500,000 no, 500, for, no, for two years. For that's, two years. I mean, like, that's, that's, that's actually a pretty modest goal. Right, like, okay. And then you add on top of it, like, like optional cash, like cosmetic stuff. Yeah. And really, like, is it that? It's well, his points. Just, I mean, he has a point that these games are very expensive to develop, yeah. right? And it takes it takes a lot of in, uh, development power, takes a lot of time, a lot of investment for it, right? That's the risk you run, not even just with games, but with fucking anything. Well, I think that's why I, I, we see a lot of uh, MMOs attached to IPs, mm-hmm. like right, like there is a chance that you release it, and then people just don't like it. Like y- you're right, rift. You're AI. right. That is that is that is a risk. That is yeah. the inherent risk, and that is why. Like it was for a while Every fucking studio Was developing an MMO Because they saw What Blizzard did And they were like Oh I want to cut of that Yeah And it's just like You know like It's just like Programming radio stations Like you can't Just because an audience Exists somewhere You can't think That you're just Going to eat Into that audience Like you have It's contingent on you To create a really Great product And yeah, when they didn't be like Wow this FF14 podcast Really great I bet I can do this <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Not wrong uh, But yeah Like I, I just I, Like I feel I guess I feel like he's cherry picking his data to only really like support it, you know support the idea that MMO players are falling off. Which, I don't think that you that's You know, it's cool, true. you know, good for you building an argument, but another important part of that was also taking points from the opposite side of the argument legitimizing those and then talking to well, I think, down, I think I, yeah, he's that, trying that's, he's that's trying a, that's a little hard he's, I mean, well he's on. trying to hock a product too so like let's not forget that, that my that's thing is like why day. didn't he mention like Rift or Aeon or any of these other big MMOs that were supposed to be big wow killers but didn't right you know I mean why does he keep talking about Swator yeah Switter I think because like really there's the fandom for Star Wars right now is at an all time high because of the movies that 
that are going to be coming out and it's the best it's the strongest example of like this had this game had everything going for it it had the name it had the setting but like no it something happened or it didn't well, happen it didn't it, it, well like i don't know that it did i i i i was not a fan i did not play knights of the old republic i don't think that the audience for that i think that game is remembered with rose-colored glasses i think people probably people like to remember it like people hear it's a good game and so they're like oh yeah i believe that it's a good game <laughs> and so it's like it's remembered fondly but i don't know how well that game sold i, I don't remember- know that it broke souls sales records so like if that's the basis for the star wars universe that you're jumping off to 90% of the you know like the just passerby like they don't have a context for that Star Wars Galaxies would have been a way better but they fucked that game to hell and and so yeah like I just I don't think that you can necessarily draw that fucking conclusion I don't think you can base like Sutor like failing based on the MMO genre as a whole dying no. Sutor had a laundry list of problems that were wrong with it on a fundamental level yeah starting with the end game was fucking shit yeah all right, all right, all right. He's yeah. Let's let's keep. EO recently stated, "quote The message from players exiting the game is clear. Forty percent say they were turned off by the monthly subscription. Man, doesn't it? And yet, and yet, and yet, you ask an audience that has been receiving up until now, up until recently, regular great content." Do you you ask us uh, uh, Final Fantasy fourteen ask players this actual question to them? As this was this was a question. It was a high percentage too. It was a, it? yeah. It was like eighty percent. Yeah. Actually, and I remember how um, and with Elder Scrolls, it started out subscription, and when it went by to play, people yes. were pissed, and they quit because they weren't paying subscription well, now, and they thought it'd be worse. And you know my- what? With SWOTOR being, you know, Star Wars and being so big, that game probably drew in a lot of people who haven't yet played subscription-based models. So if they've been playing all these games without paying for them, then yeah, suddenly when you're like, hey, you have to pay for it, they're going to think, no, no, no. no. I, the issue is well, that especially that's because the best part of... The Star Wars MMO is the single player content. That's yeah. the it biggest. is. But so the issue is that, that's a half answer. The answer isn't I'm quitting because I have to pay the subscription model. Right. It's, it's I'm quitting because I have to pay a subscription model for a shitty ass game. And you're not delivering on the content. Exactly. Exactly. Because look at how many people look at how look at how many people Final Fantasy 14 is able to retain. Yes. And and they're happy to pay their subscription because they're like I feel like I'm getting my twelve dollars worth. Exactly. No. It, like if if Sutor was was good and hadn't just like literally you get to the end of the game and you're like okay well I'm yeah. here at the end of the game there's pretty much nothing to do there's like I, two raids and it sucks balls yeah no one would have a problem paying that money right if more shit was coming out right do. exactly and that's my thing is that like dude Matt Pat how can you ignore this you're drawing yeah you're drawing the wrong conclusion from the facts well it's because it's a sponsored video uh-huh. because you you're can't. drawing the conclusion that they want you to draw exactly exactly all right keep it keep it things why can't we just get vast open worlds offering thousands of hours of entertainment for the low cost of I don't know free why can't EA simply be happy with the payment of a job well done and millions of pleased fans well hate to break it to you guys but artistic satisfaction and lollipop Pops ain't keeping the lights on at these places. So how can MMOs be financially feasible now? EA actually had more to say. Many players indicate they would come back if we offer a free-to-play model. Oh, God, they're cha- it's again with the fucking EA and the cherry-picking. 
that people would come back if it went free to play. Yeah, yeah. because you released a free to play game. You you released the, the amount of content that we expect as an audience in a in a in a uh, subscription model, and the audience was smart enough to recognize it. Exactly, and they were like, "Look, if that's what you're going to give me, I'm not going to pay for that, but I'll pl- I'd play it for free." Yeah, it's the yeah. same thing with Elder Scrolls Online. It's, it's again, it's again, it's a half answer. Exactly, I'm happy to play this game if it's free because that's what that because, game is because worth. it's bad. Right. Yeah, exactly. People exactly. are willing to pay for a game that provides enough content for your money's worth. Yeah. Like, I mean, my personal opinion, like even with FF11, I don't care for the way the content's gone. But if it if it went free to play, I, I would play simply because I just don't think it's worth my money. See, but I, with FF14 and a lot of people think Elder Scrolls and World of Warcraft, they think that it's worth their money, then it's fine. Yes. It's very different. I am on the complete opposite side of the spectrum. Like since I got the uh, uh, the Technonomicron PC, which is what we named it, by the way, um, <laughs> I play a lot of Steam games, and I probably spend more time just browsing through Steam than I do actually playing the game. Yeah, totally. If I see a game that's free to play, I'm I'm, out. I don't even bother looking I'm at out. it. Yeah. It's free to play for sing. a reason. Yeah. No, no. Thank you. Yeah, no, Nika, Nika, that's a great point. I do. I want to stop, and I want to point out in the chat room, okay, Malfested? Malfested? Alistair. I'll go with Alistair. Alistair, <laughs> in the chat, says, I think I'd drop FF14 if it went free to play. Did I just blow your mind? And like the chat just lit up with people going, yeah, like point. What like, he said? Yeah, exactly. Just fucking. Oh my god, uh, uh, Matt Pat. That's did uh, that's. I'm sorry, man. I love your videos, dude. I love your, except this one. I fucking <laughs> love. I've watched every one of your videos. Okay. St- fucking keep doing your Five Nights at Freddy's and your fucking Assassin's Creed whatever. Do keep doing that shit, okay? This dude, this is that's this is just egregious, man. It's just egregious. And I mean, it's, and we we know it's sponsored, but the thing is, I know, is like, I know, but even that, it's, it's turning me off to that game. Like, what kind of yeah. game gets people to play it by bashing on other games? Yeah, <laughs> like, it's really genre. It, Tell me what you have rather than breaking down what I already love. It's so it's such a Jesus. Fuck. Did you even try? You know, I don't think it'd be easy did. for them to talk about what they have if they had something. Yeah. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. how much more we got left in here? Uh, not much. Yeah, we got probably like two, three more minutes. Right, let's say uh, because I know he's gonna get to the hard sell for the fucking game and then we'll just forget and I have some shit to say yeah, we'll just we'll fuck off after we'll let him fuck off after that here we see history repeating itself way back in the early 90s players demanded MMOs that weren't tied to their ISPs and cost because less they than were $100 charging a month. yeah 100 yeah. fucking bucks a month yeah. and what seems like this huge MMO crisis now is just gamers dealing with a new issue subscription fatigue I mean think about it you have to pay a subscription fee for internet hey, for Netflix Spotify Maybe you're paying someone. You don't pay for Spotify. Don't be dumb. A million subscriptions. No, he actually. That's a good point. That's a good point. Subscription fatigue. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. So isn't a lot of games though that have a subscription fee don't also require like the like I know with like Xbox Gold version or whatever. If you have a game that's a subscription, you don't also have to have Xbox Gold to play it, right? Totally. Totally. So then, if that's the only game you want to play, you don't you don't need all that subscription. I think crap. I don't know. I don't. I actually don't know how that works anymore. Um, I, yeah, I dropped I, I dropped off back, Xbox, so back I don't know. When I had Xbox Live. Yeah, if if your game, like for example, Final Fantasy XI, or if fourteen was on the Xbox, 
you wouldn't need gold to play that online. I think that was only, online but that game. was only for eleven. I think that was like unique right. to eleven. Most things, though, if they had some type of online component, like for example, Mass Effect Three, if you wanted to play online multiplayer, You'd need you gold. did need gold. Yeah. Right. Same thing with um, on the PlayStation. Right. They do the whole PS Plus thing for a lot of games like Destiny and things like that. But for fourteen, you don't need PS Plus. Yeah. Right? It, well, PlayStation was way smarter about it because they were giving their games away for like a year or two years before Xbox jumped on that bag bandwagon. And uh, they they give away some great games. For a while, PlayStation Plus was the greatest deal in gaming. I don't know about it anymore because they seem to just be putting crap games up for free. But uh, at one point, PlayStation Plus was fantastic. It was a great deal. And I mean, if you got it then, like, and you keep you maintain your PlayStation Plus subscription, it continued. You you always have those games. So it's like it. Yeah. If if you had them, if you had the chance to get them, it does continue to be a really good deal, and it hooks you in. It's a great model. Great great model. All right, all right. Let's finish this up. There's another alternative, free to play. Gamers Whoa. treat F2P like it's a dirty word. It is uh, acronym. Uh, Back to the acronym joke. Nice combination. And yet this is. Clearly, a model we want. I'm not just talking about what our chat disagrees. Themselves don't lie. Look at this data. For all our moaning and groaning about free to play, the charts speak for themselves. We've had this discussion before. It's because you have all those people going to and from work that just need something to do. Those aren't like gamers. Those they're not not playing games to play games. They're not. They're not. Like if they're not just doing it because they have nothing else to do. They're not going to say, "I want to play a game." You know, this well, is, is he is he talking about free to play MMOs or is he talking about mobile games at this point? I think he's going to go into the mobile. Well, game yeah, no, thing, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. But if he's making that point that that the data doesn't lie about free to play, that more and more games have gone free to play, it's because they try a subscription model and then it doesn't work and they're forced into it. Can we go back ten years? Like, if you had the if you had the numbers, what percentage of the market would moms playing solitaire on their PC have been yeah. if you could pull that? I guess we better start putting moms playing solitaire everywhere because the numbers are fucking huge. The numbers are huge. Let's Minesweeper's big shit, man. Jesus. All right. Uh, I, is yeah. I think that uh, where keep hit it, hit it, play again. Ninety nine cents. People today want games that they can try before they buy, or can invest as much as they feel comfortable with. Even the big mega MMOs like World of Warcraft have started offering in-game transactions instead of charging players to play the first twenty levels. But it's mobile where the future of MMOs truly lie. I mean, Bullshit. Nah. Okay. Here's the. Yeah, here comes the cell. Here comes the cell for the bullshit game. So, uh, with I, smartphones becoming more ubiquitous, and with data rates going down and graphical ability of these devices going up, hardcore gaming on your cell phone or tablet is going to become the norm. Okay, that's oh, legit. We, I think uh, that might be fair. We talked about uh, that. that might on be fair, right? But we still don't know. As an MMO, as an well, yeah, an MMO is very different, though. When you have a competitive well, now, atmosphere now, with, y- yeah. Well, you know, with the kind of, I mean, let's just look at something like FF14, how intense, like the even the instance fights, the amount of um, reactionary time you have to have, the amount of cooperation between people. I don't think you could ever really feel that experience on a cell phone. Oh, uh, man. I, yeah, I, I, do, I agree. And, and you know, uh, I, I did watch, I'm going to say, I'm going to, I watched this whole video last night. And when he gets into the cell for the game, he tries to say how it brings in aspects of MMOs, but it it's also, you know, it's also like, he, uh, I think the, the, the point that he makes is that people want content in short bursts, like short, you know, real short uh, containable bursts. And I mean, you know, like that's a theory that's going around right now, but a long form content, it still has its place. 
Well, like, just not five months. Fucking, you know, like a big MMOs, big AAA titles. Like not everything is going to be moving towards your phone. Like I, I agree that most things are, but it's we're not there yet. You that's know, that's a generation. That's, though, a, that's obvious. But. I think he's just making a logic jump that is just not there. The other big, big problem that I had with this video overall is I really felt like it was treating us like like idiots. Like, yeah, like, like I, I felt agree. this is something that you would show to the school board, like full of yeah. soccer moms. Yeah. Because they want to know why their kids are spending so much money on their cell phones. Normally, yeah, yeah, game yeah. theorists, like when they do videos, they present things that I literally hadn't thought about. Exactly. It's, it's literally like, that's an mm-hmm. interesting point. Like, yeah. let's debate that. This one is just like... This is just hacky. The problem really? is, is he's trying his hardest not to seem like a sellout. I know. Even though he totally sold he's out. Totally and you know what? Spent, hey, spent hey. that whole time sucking that sucking that Total War dick. I... I I can't blame him because I bet he probably got a nice little sum. Yeah, I'm sure the check yeah. cleared. But yeah. I mean, like, I feel like when I watch this video, as opposed to a lot of his other videos, I don't know if he believes what he's saying. Probably not. But video, you know, no. you know what they say: you ask for forgiveness, not permission. Yeah. All right. Well, that's uh, the fundamental it, theory of uh, basically our whole show. <laughs> I, but again, I, you know, it's a it's a good it's a good launching point to talk about our population and what it means. I mean, clearly, it's relevant. It's if dying, other, obviously. Oh yeah. The more the oh, more yeah. the more subs you get, the the closer you are. to Oh, it's to totally death. dying. You know, it's totally. I've dying. noticed. You know, our Twitch subs are going up. Clearly, our show is on the way up. Oh yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, our our short our short form content is uh, is really the thing that's getting people's attention. They'll sit around and watch our shit. They'll watch our show for fucking three hours. They'll listen to our show for three hours, front to back, because they know all of it. And then they send they send fucking novels of emails. Oh back my to us. god, the emails <laughs> you Wait, guys are sending. Did we get some emails? Oh we have, yeah, we have, we got like twenty yeah. or thirty emails, dude. And and the thing is, we are are are. Traffic keeps going up. Like we we've we've had problems with our site because uh, people keep downloading our show. Our uh, you know our our Twitch viewers keep going up. Like what Several the fuck? Months our ago, site cannot handle the amount of traffic we're getting. Several yeah, months Matt, ago, Pat, you might want to think your whole like this whole theory of like short form content. Like oh, 15 minutes is pushing it. Like no, no, it's really not. It's not. People are hung. You know what the problem is? Is that people are hungry. They do want long form content, but they don't get it from their, their traditional sources. Like. Uh, like radio or television, you know, there's there's no shows that dig into stuff like this really deeply yeah. and really just dig into the fucking root of it. And that's I think that's why people like this show. That's why people continue to 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 flock to the show is because you know we're doing we're doing the thing that traditional media is too scared to do, and by tackling you know things like video games and very specific topics, and we're doing the thing that the internet guys are too afraid to do, where we're exploring we're just nitpicking and exploding a topic for as much time as it fucking takes and we're not holding ourselves to 15 minutes and scripted bullshit all right like uh, i matt pat with i love Rick your old jokes uh, yeah with you Rick. missed those that we, was yeah, yeah we, we skipped, skipped those over. We, you're welcome we, yeah we twice though he did it fucking twice, twice. he did a call back to it oh my god Come on, everyone hurt. knows john cena's where it's at now it <laughs> hurt it hurts so much i can't well, 15 Can't minutes either. is pushing it if you don't have more than 15 minutes of content. Yeah, if that's all you have to say. Yeah. If that's all the shit that you have to say, and especially if you're writing all your shit out, yeah, fine, your shit's going to be 15 minutes. But you know what? That's not indicative that content longer longer than 15 minutes is going to fail. It's not. 
People are interested in um, these conversations. They want to join. They want to join in on these conversations. How how often, right? Like like I know all of us are guilty of this. Sitting yeah. down and spending what five, six, seven hours like binging a show on Netflix, oh, totally. God, and yeah. then you jump onto Facebook and you see some article that looks interesting. You go to read it and it wants you to watch a three minute video and you're like, I ain't got time for that. Yeah, shit. fuck that shit. <laughs> like, well, we just spend half a day watching something, but we can't spend three minutes because no. part of you knows that like God. okay, for that three minute video is not going to change my life. I'm not there's gonna not going to be anything big back. enough. Well, exactly. no, it's not going to be anything big enough in a three-minute video that you're like, I want real meat and potatoes content. Yeah. All right. So uh, we also got this email here uh, very recently from Radowski, a listener from Odin. Uh, Kyle, can you? Why don't you read this? Of uh, course, because I'm the best reader. Yeah, you're you're a good reader. I'm a terrible reader. I'm I'm uh, I'm almost as bad as Juxta in terms of reading right. stuff. So what? I don't want to. Do I stumble? I stumble like you do. I'm really bad though. I know. I'm 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 almost just as bad, guys. Trying to do it. It's, not, it's here. not a competition here. <laughs> no, You're, you both suck. It's not a competition, but I'm the worst. Yeah. So okay, let's move fine. on. Hey, LBR. Radowski from Odin here. I'm fairly certain this won't be the only email about it, but I felt the need to clarify what you guys said about FF14 reaching 5 million subs. For better or for worse, the statement from SE was talking about registered accounts, not including trials, and not active subs. He gives a few sources. And the active sub number is way lower. Probably close to 700k or the 1 million mark, which is still really good for a subscription-based MMO, and I really hope FF14 will forever stay in that model. I tried free-to-play MMOs and absolutely hated it. I would rather pay my sub fee and get the whole experience than play a free game that locks many features behind paywalls. There you go. I believe Boom. Yoship, I think that should be Yoship, <laughs> once said that an active base of 300,000 players is enough to sustain an MMO like this. So mm-hmm. I'm glad to see FF14 is going way stronger than that. Yeah. And to add to that long wait for the patch discussion, I will be unpo- I will be the unpopular one here and say that I am actually happy it is only coming in November. I still have so much to do in this patch that I actually feared that the patch would drop on us by the end of September or early October. Me and my static only recently progressed to uh, Alex 3 Savage, and because I also do endgame crafting, I still have so much to craft and so much guild to make and other jobs to level. And I completely ignore PvP and Gold Saucer just from lack of time. I do agree that Savage was made way too difficult and that there is a huge gap between super casual and super hardcore content, but I certainly wouldn't complain on not having anything to do until November. As always, thank you for doing the great show every week. Love you all. Radowski Supreme from Odin. P.S. Kala was amazing. I didn't see that. No, PS, but it's, okay, it's there. It's not. No. Anyway, uh, it's there in spirit. Yeah. Well, when you say it, I guess it's there. It's not uh, like it's there in hell. Uh, so yeah, uh, th- that's. I, I think that's a great uh, launch into the, uh, you know to the discussion uh, about uh, the population. You know, he brings up a, a couple of really good points. Like, yeah, when we when we were citing the five million, it's people who have sub registered accounts who have registered an account, registered they accounts. played for one month or still playing now. Right, and the active subs number is probably closer to like seven hundred k. You really like, think it's that? No, low? I actually think that it's probably closer to one one point two to one point five. Still, but, still that low. But still, wow. but even, even at seven hundred k, if everyone was legacy and paying ten a month, that's still seven million dollars a month yeah, coming in. Yeah, it's not a genre that's going anywhere. Well, but especially when you do it right, and yeah. and and Square Enix has shown that you can do it right, and if you keep see the problem is, and and this is what we were talking about on the last show is with the seven week wait like that's really concerning because it's gonna it's people are gonna lose faith especially the people that just joined after heaven's word 
they're gonna lose faith. Right. This is their first experience. Like, yeah. is, that, is that thing? Is this the standard? No. Yeah. It's not, and it's unacceptable. And 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 with how hard they push themselves coming out of the gate with 2.0, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it just seems like they are really, really letting down an opportunity to to now show uh, an even more substantial audience. They they had to they really had to reconvince people to reinvest in FF14 when a Realm Reborn hit, and then like I felt like they were starting to hit their stride and starting to like really. Like get there, you know what I mean? With with here, here's the other thing that the, like with heaven's word. The other point that the email raises that that especially me and you lose out on is that we have one job we play, right? Right, right. We level that, we get stuff that we need, and and now it's like, yeah, what do we do now? Right. But FF is different from every other MMO out there in that you can level all of these different classes. That's and true. you're right. It that's did true. have an amazing performance right out the gate. And it seems now like that's all, you know, left back in the dust. And it's like, what comes next? But like he says, there are people that play multiple facets of this game yeah. and want to level multiple jobs. And point. they are still out there doing content over again. For them, it has replayability. Absolutely. And Absolutely. I mean, uh, it might also be speaking to the population who joined the game at Heaven's Ward and they've been trying to take this time to get caught up. But yeah, yeah but, it but, seems ridiculous, but... But guess what? Yeah. There are still people who Absolutely. haven't finished the story. Yeah, I know. I know. It's <laughs> I know. I, mean, I know. It's it nuts. blows our mind. It's but fucking crazy. There. But, but okay, here's... Well, hold on. Maybe, okay. maybe they need a new patch to kick their ass in gear. Okay? I mean, well, they, it's coming if, in if six weeks. Think, hold on. If they think that, oh, well, I still have six more weeks to get this shit done, I can just be lazy about Guys, it. I mean, come on. I'm concerned that I'm not going to finish my relic, relic weapon before 3.1. Well, relic weapon. So that I can get the little boost in the quest or whatever. Oh. I still have to do all my Mahatmas. <laughs> Dummy. Uh, but, uh, no, but, like, it, it, when, when, when they say, okay, so, like, the, the actual server populations, like, kind of, let's, let's, let's be generous. It's hovering around a million, okay? When, when, when WoW trots out that their populations are down to five point whatever, is that active registered paying accounts? That's not people logging in. You can't, can you, I mean, you guys are the, the Kahlo Juxta, you two are the WoW players. You think five million people are actively logging in that say, game? Because that's the thing. No, that's the thing. Registered accounts can't go down. You're registered. Right. So they must well, be gotta, claiming that it's five million active users. It can't yeah. be. It can't, there no, cannot. I'm, or is it five million characters? Because I know in yeah. that one you can't just change jobs. You, you have to make a new character. character, right? No, I'm pretty sure it's accounts. Yeah. And I, I want to say it's five million active accounts because I'm pretty sure they're uh, active or... Uh, accounts just registered is up to like 27 million yeah, or that's, something see, retarded. I, I think I think they clarify it by a, a, like an active account as someone is is maintaining their sub. They're still paying for right. it. Right. Yeah. Or maybe someone who's canceled their sub but within three months or something. Right. Okay. So. I haven't played WoW since Lich King and even at that point it didn't feel like five million people. But I'm just saying like I'm just saying like like, I, like I'm trying to figure out where we're pacing with WoW because I feel like not and, and, and I, again this is like you know, I don't I don't log into WoW, so I don't really have a whole lot of context, but I feel like FF14 is pacing with where WoW is now. And that is significant. And that that the significance of that should not be overlooked. I feel like and, 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 again, it's 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 impossible to really know that. Uh, I, I will is. tell you and that's part of the that problem. I'm pretty sure that WoW has way more servers than what FF does. Sure. Yeah. Fair. Tons, tons, tons. Yeah, yeah. And, and you also have to remember again, you know, a Realm Reborn's been out for what two years now, and and what what the fuck is WoW going on? Like over ten years now. Yeah. yeah. All right. So yeah, there's a lot of registered users. There's probably a lot more active people playing. Sure. Right. But 
what about attention, media attention? How often do you really hear about WoW Not as much. opposed to what you've Never. been hearing about, yeah, 14? And the shit that I hear even by word of mouth from World yep. of Warcraft, from like hardcore players that still play it, it's just boo. they don't like it. Our beneficiary yeah. plays plays WoW, and the only reason she still plays it is because she's invested so much time so far right. yeah. that she can't let go of it. And because it's of this, kind of the eleven effect, the new model that they've that they've yeah, uh, released where you don't have to pay for it, you can you people can now buy subs and sell them on the auction house, so you can actually pay for your monthly sub in gold right. rather than actual money. It's the only reason she's even playing now because she has so much gold she just buys her sub. That's the only reason she plays yeah, anymore. I wonder oh, how shit. many people would stop subbing if, if they couldn't do that. Yeah. That's the only reason. Well, but you, We talk about how many players they have and going back to Matt Pat's video about how like he was talking about WoW kind of being on the decline Dude, the game's over 10 years old. Yeah. Right. The what WoW, do you, what do you wow think is the, the WoW cycle killer. is? Yeah. WoW is the WoW Yeah, WoW killer. killed itself. <laughs> yeah. WoW committed I mean, suicide. WoW was the first of its kind, and after being out this long, you have to... Obviously, some things are going to be out that are more modern and better, but... but, but it, I, I, like, like, what do you expect... They're not going to be around forever, and it has nothing to do right. with the subscription. It's just the fact that it's an old game, and it has an old... But I don't think trend. that audience is gone. I don't think no, that... They're uh, not no, they're not just vanishing. Not. Yeah. They're not van- they're not like okay now that WoW's dead I'm done with MMOs. Right. They're going to to new games that have the same stuff as WoW does that has, but is yes. improving upon itself. Yes. It's more yes. modern. And yes. obviously just because WoW is dying, WoW's not the MMO genre. It's not the end all be all. No. Just because they're going to better games doesn't mean it's fucking dying. Yeah. No. Well, and and you know what? Like fucking dude, look at look at the look at how. F- I mean, you know, he cited Destiny. As just a, a number As like how much It costs to make But he's not talking He didn't ever talk about How many fucking people Are playing Yeah what about the, the success Of Destiny Yeah I mean like I, I like The new DLC for it like, Yeah Like the game is Apparently yeah, Decent it's, it's good It's gotten better Since the new expansion Not only that No like And I think the reason That people like they, Like Clearly, Destiny is a successful product. Yes, it doesn't have like right. It doesn't have a, a monthly subscription fee, right? Don't believe no. So. But you need no. PS Plus and LS. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's not it's not a total fucking analog. But the thing is, is that the oh, audience. I'm being told it is it is a sub. It's, it's, it is a sub. No. Oh, oh, it's pay for the patches and the oh, big pay by, oh, pay by, okay. pay by yeah. patch. Okay. It's not a monthly sub, definitely not. Thank, okay. thank you, Frosty Betrayer. Yeah, I didn't think that it had a monthly sub. Right, so, right. But I mean, it does have a way to monetize its content, yes. which is which is really what we're talking about here. But the thing is, is that like, look at the success of that game. Right. Look at how many people are fucking playing that game. Look at how like there are so dude. Uh, my my the coworker that I I share an office with plays the thing religiously like it's it's insane uh, the the destiny players they fucking love that game right and because they have content in there that they enjoy that's why it's successful the content is what makes a game successful or not i i feel like we as a people we like to bitch that is what we do especially gamers yeah. and so I feel like you're take, a, a lot of it takes, gets taken out of context like oh everyone's complaining and everyone did bitch about Destiny when it came out everyone but I, bitched I'm about just, Destiny why, but why was Matt Pat why was Matt Pat not talking about like why did he only hold that up as a number for how much a fucking because budget because otherwise it wouldn't support his fucking argument okay yeah you're, well, you're, yeah, you're right you're right that. you're right you're right no you're well, right and someone said earlier in the video is like uh, he quoted a Nero from the beginning of the beginning. He's like, I love Matt Pat's videos. Proceeds to shred it. 
I yeah. do. We we do. I do. Matt Pat, we expect more than that horse shit content even of a video you just put out. Even if it's sponsored. See, this is the pro here here's the point. Here's the point that I want to make with the Matt Pat shit. Okay? Here's the point, right? He's getting paid for that. That's how he supports his channel. That's how he financially supports his his endeavor. Okay? Right. Right? Like he's he like he has to do that stuff. That's the model that he's chosen. Okay? It's fine. That's fair. I get it that we're we're beating we're beating him up a lot over sponsored content which is a little bit unfair i'm gonna cop to that as a sh- like us beating him up over it as much as we have a little bit unfair but here's the thing okay when game companies do sponsored content when game media does sponsored content it's always shitty it always sucks always sucks it doesn't matter if it's from game trailers or if it's from fucking matpat it sucks and this is the proof that it sucks it's because they're basically paying you to say tell people my game is good exactly but you're being paid to do it so and how I understand, can you take it seriously and I understand that he's got a business to run but this just like people wonder why we gotta pull the show over for 14 minutes to ask our audience for money this is why because if, if, if we have to support our show right we gotta we gotta do what we gotta do to get you know to be able to support all of the shit that we do for our audience well like and you think and anyone would that, like our show if Square Enix was sponsoring us yeah every time we said something good about the game they'd be like oh yeah big yeah, shot there it is. Yeah, yeah, okay. there. I'll tell you this there'd be no dick jokes Cha-ching, there's another five dollar you know like that's not I, I just I feel that's a very disingenuous way to present even your sponsored content even if I get it it's a fucking commercial for the game but that's a disingenuous way like it, it, it would be it really would it would be like Square Enix buying a stake in this show or buying ad time on this show Frigid Priestess says fucking LBR weird. doesn't want to sell out to anyone except the community we piss our community off all the time well, yeah. yeah that's the thing is that what yeah, yeah we don't have anyone who would like we we don't have anyone that we'd say who? pay us enough money and we'll we'll Say what you want us to say. Exactly, that's that's not our model at all. Exactly. Even if someone came to us with that amount of money, a Nero would be like, "Fuck you." Yeah. And then we say, "Fuck you, a Nero." Yeah, a Nero would want to pay. But the thing is, but the thing is, please, sir, can I have some more? But the thing is, the thing is, is that if our listener-supported model doesn't work, that's what we have to fucking resort to. That's what I don't want to do. That's why that, go- that would just we would just end up getting fired or voiding some contract and have to oh, give the money back. Then. God, yeah, people would be pissed. They'd be like, "Here, Nero, please tell people our game is good." He'd be like, "But it's it's, it's shit. shitty, okay. so bad." I'll say that when you make it good, yeah, and they're yeah, yeah. like, "You're fired." Yeah. All right, and <laughs> this is why this is yeah, this is why we don't do sponsored content. Mm-hmm. It's exactly why. I mean, you know, and and again, and he's coming at he's coming at MMOs, and he's totally ignoring us as a community. Felt that was a totally valid reason mm-hmm. to bring it on the show. You know what? And I want to call out his bullshit. Like that's a fucking bullshit way to present your sponsored content. Speaking of what the community says, Juxta, we have someone on the line. We sure do. We oh, have do a we? Satori Komeji on the line. Satori, how you doing, hey. man? Speaking hey, of man. people who support us, yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Did you buy your way onto this phone call, sir? So well, you no. donate a lot of money a month. <laughs> the check did clear. You're good. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, right. He's good for he's 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 good for uh, October, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> I got my check. We're fine. Uh, Satori, man, how's it going? Thanks for calling. It's going good. I gotta ask, uh, how many MMOs have you guys played? Uh, I don't. I've played a significant amount. I played. Uh, let's see. Well, God. what's your definition of play? Dabble or like actually pay for? A yeah, play? Let, define that a little bit dabble. clearer. What? Even dabbled. Even dabbled. Okay, even dabbled. Oh, a lot. That I tons. Jeez, this is going to be a big number now. Tons. All right, all right. Let's, let, let me uh, throw out some big name ones. Have okay. any of you guys played Anarchy Online? Yes. Yep. 
Nope. No. Back in 2001. Yes. No. How no. awful was it? It was fucking terrible. It was. I what? hated that game. It, it looked like dog shit. And it sounds like it was geared for a Nero. It Anarchy? The world was empty. People weren't helpful. Nothing was explained. It was like Final Fantasy XI in space. You could gimp your character so easily and oh. try to zone. You run into a door. For oh. hours. It was terrible. It was that, was that game was probably as bad as The Matrix Online, which was another one that I played. I played yeah. that dog fucking dog shit game. Ugh. Oh, it was terrible. Was your name a Neo? No. <laughs> no. It was before the Nero thing. Now, what about Asheron's Call 2? I played Asheron's Call 2, and I, pl- I played it for exactly five minutes. Textures wouldn't load properly. I couldn't actually play it. I tried to. God bless him. I gave him my money. I tried to play it, and then I was like, oh, those big green blocks. That's not my card fucking up. That's the game. That's, ooh, that's not good. That was run by Microsoft, wasn't it? Turbine. Turbine. That was run. Okay. Turbine and Microsoft. That's right. Turbine and Microsoft. Yep. Yep. Uh, a, lot about, of, a lot of Microsoft influence. Uh, as long as we're just going back. Do you, do you, Horizons. Was that one that you ever heard of, Satori? I heard bad things about that. Horizons. It was an Atari game. It, they promised so much shit. They were like, if you chop down a tree in this game, it's going to take time for it to regrow. And you, you're not going to be able to cut that tree down until it's a full tree again. It's going to be a dynamic world that the players can have an impact on. Just if, stumps everywhere. Yeah. If you're if you if you <laughs> mine, if you mine a certain spot, at, uh, you know, in a mountain and a lot of players continue to mine it, you'll actually make a mine. And, and all this kind of like real like you're you're going to be able to play as a dragon. Like, just this crazy, <laughs> crazy, crazy shit. And none of that panned out. And it was fucking terrible. It was a fucking, it was a tire fire. It was so bad. But, and right. Darkfall Online. Any of you guys play that one? Which one? Darkfall Online. No, no Darkfall no, 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 no. Darkfall Online was an interesting one because it was made by a development team of 27 people. Oh, is that right? Is it, it was good? Duke Nukem Forever of MMOs until it actually came <laughs> out sometime like 2007. Oh yeah, that's right. Because yeah, that was a name that I had heard forever, forever, forever. I hope it ended up being better than Duke Nukem Forever. Is it any? Was it any good? Do people play it? It was horrible. It was oh. fun for like three months when people didn't know how to exploit the game. But once people started exploiting the game, they found out you know the best places to get money. You could fucking make let, mobs fucking clip into a area. Let me ask so you this: on them. Was that a free to play game? No. 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 Really? Uh, yeah. So, Satori, I feel around. like you're trying to build to a point here. <laughs> or we well, could just is, reminisce about old shitty games. Like, say, that's fine. Like, I don't yeah. have no problem. F- FF11, Guild Wars 2, World of Warcraft, yep, yep. FF14. Those are all good Eve. games, though. Those are all good yeah, those, MMOs. Yeah, those are yeah, all good. Yeah, basically, I played Fantasy good Star was decent, right? Star Fantasy, Fantasy Star Online. Fantasy Star Online was good. I, I played I, a little bit of that. I will cop to this. Okay, I, I will cop to this. There was a point where I was trying to find a new MMO. I got hooked on MMOs early. I played uh, Ultima Online a bunch. When you were part EverQuest. of the Moonglow City Defense Force. Yes. <laughs> and you ran the council meetings. Yes, and so I played those two games, and I liked the genre of an MMO, but I, I didn't, like, I, I wasn't that into EverQuest, and I was done with Ultima Online. And I went through a line of, like, free-to-play shitty Korean MMOs that were... Maple ju- Story. Oh, Maple never, Story. No, no, never, never. <laughs> Jumping ne- Maple no. Story's not even a real MMO. Never, Jumping never. Oh, don't tell that to a Maple Story player. They no. will give you a it's fucking like earful. It's like a forum MMO. I know, it's oh, stupid. It was wh- I've, No, I played game. it for a long time. I had multiple characters 
characters I would like have conversations with myself to get more gold. <laughs> oh, you know what? Oh, you know that's what? so sad, Nico. Oh no! I do. I, had, I pretended I was a brother and sister that played the game together, and I would talk oh, to myself. Oh, because every post you make, you get more gold. Oh, girl. Oh, Nika. <laughs> okay, I was in high school. Nothing better to oh, do. Oh God! Oh. 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 Is Keon listening to this? Does he know <laughs> yeah, that story? Yeah. Don't let him hear that. <laughs> Roll call. Who played Second Life? Oh, oh no. yeah. big time. I, yeah. I dabbled. I, I, not a lot. Yeah, I, I, I dabbled. dabbled. You know what? I actually, you know, uh, this this reminds me. I, uh, just this past week, I did an interview with the uh, Ultima Final Fantasy guys, and we got really in-depth with, like, the history of LBR, the history of me and my, you know, context with video games and all of that. Uh, it's going to be a really cool, I don't know if the, I don't think the podcast is out yet, uh, but we'll, we, and we'll have a link to it at our website at Limit Break Radio when it, when it is. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I I I had I had talked about this uh this this very fucking thing on that show. Um so uh make sure that you go check that out uh ultimafinalfantasy.com. And now that I was just doing that plug, I totally forgot what my train of thought was. Holy right. shit. Well, so yeah, DC Universe go, go online. Point. All right. What's your point, point Satori? Yeah. So you look at all these games, these old MMO games. Imagine mm-hmm. how much money's been wasted. Oh, yeah. Just the pissed millions, down the drain. The, the billions of dollars have been wasted. Yep, sure. And you look at how AAA games are made. Yeah. Every AAA game, usually open world, lots of fucking little tiny subquests to do. Well, now it is. Now now that's the format. Like, based on based on The Witcher 3, Metal Gear Solid 5, fucking, uh, you know, Assassin's Creed games for a while. You know, like, that's, that's what the model is. Like, that... It, it, all these games have MMO elements into them. The Witcher Three that's true. Yeah. plays like WoW, like a single player WoW. Final Fantasy Fourteen, that's a single player game. Especially that's the whole story mode is single player. You do dungeons with other people, but it's very reminiscent of a single player game. Yeah, and the, and the br- the brilliance of Square Enix, the the sheer genius of Square Enix, is that they realized this. They realized that that's the way and that game that development, development is moving and money, and they into put it, it into their MMO, which is smart because other MMOs didn't do that. They nope. just all they did was they designed the world, they designed the rules, and and, like, and like, then like they, how, they they like how like a little cursory. did yeah. How did nobody? get that like like uh, uh juxta do you remember the wrathgate cinematic in the lich king oh yeah oh, I oh my god that. yeah like it, it, was, it was what i would say was like probably the first true storyline cutscene in that game mm. and it was motherfucking fantastic is, is that Everything the one about where sylvana shows up with the undead with the undead and then and i then, who knew nothing about and then putricide shows up and like so betrays them all in yep. that voice that oh my god that cutscene was yeah. motherfucking it's gone out of the game now yeah. but motherfucking <laughs> fantastic it's like how did they not realize like this is the shit you need to do I looked yeah. it up on YouTube like like three weeks ago because I was trying to show so I was trying to like bring that to mind that I yeah. had to like go through like like old wow cutscenes that'll yes. narrow it down the, the, the Wrathgate that's what yeah. it is yeah. like oh even God. if, you, even if you're like, not a wow fan watch that cutscene because uh, it just uses in-game graphics so it's something visually impressive right. but the storytelling of it yeah. and the voice act oh my just, god so it chills up your spine it the does, moment where Arthas turns and is just like Sylvanas and you can like hear he's like pissed or, or I'll show you the uh, the mercy of the grave yeah oh, oh so good no it's, it's, I, it's, it's I knew nothing about WoW lore at that point I literally was like I got Kyle on Skype mm-hmm. and I'm like dude okay what's going on in this cutscene because yeah, I need to know more and I'm pretty sure I've showed it to you before because that the dude who does Putricide's voice yeah, like you have. every line 
yeah. and that laugh like you knew who it was just by hearing death him. to the he scourge was, and death to the living that oh, line that's it gosh. did you oh. think we had forgotten oh, yeah, yeah, so it's good. so good see but the and and that's the thing though is that the you know these small developer studios that tried to get in on the MMO game they only had a limited amount of resources mm-hmm. that they could throw at their MMO and so they built the world they built the infrastructure and then they didn't they they just they didn't have the they, resources they rely on the on the online and the social interaction the format for yes. you to create yes. your own memories which is great and yeah that's something that that happens just naturally yes but pad your game with something more yeah yeah so, so while you're waiting for right. those to happen there's more for you there yeah absolutely and square enix was brilliant well, about oh my that gosh. That's, there's that's fucking the execution model was, was so good was the social interaction was the exactly big thing. Yes. But even that game they're now transitioning into you can play it single player and they've done it out of necessity but nevertheless it's bringing it into the modern era if they keep on building like like what they took from 2.0 right and then what they've done in three right going forward if they keep on building on those with the story can you imagine like some of the like like i know that you didn't give you know two fucks about harchifant right i know that 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 your sales death you know was something that that actually doesn't matter i'm still finishing this fucking story yeah 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 you know like like that's something that 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 when you said actually you didn't see that coming that actually you know made you feel something right yeah so going forward if they keep building this stuff up and they keep going the way that they're going yeah it's gonna be intense yeah totally i agree and and don't pull punches yoshi Our our chat's t- still talking about the Wrathgate cutscene, and again, it's it's old. It's nothing visually spectacular, but yeah. the, the storytelling the and the acting of it is outstanding. The it's a great cutscene. Yeah, and and you know what? That's what uh, again. I think that that's a big part of what a lot of other MMOs lack. Uh, you know, and and why audiences just bail. You know, like and and it's not it's not like they didn't try. Like a lot of these games have really successful launches. Mm-hmm. You know, ESO had a really successful uh, launch. Had a lot of people yeah. fucking playing it, mm-hmm. and then th- two three months, they uh, most of their people yep. bailed. Uh, we have someone Wild in the Star chat. Just turn it to a ghost town. Uh, let's see. Someone in the chat says, um, "What about Destiny then? Like, why is it so successful?" I think Destiny it, it taps a different well, type of game. Yeah, You're yeah. bringing your, your yeah. first person Destiny shooter players. Destiny is like Halo. It's right, in right. A, in, a, in its simplest form, it feels good to shoot a gun and kill an aliens. Yeah, yeah right. and, and, and plus, people will sit in front of a fucking cave and just go pop, pop, pop. It's a game. Yeah, but the other right, thing you have right, to realize right. is we're not saying that you have to have this in a game to be successful, but it helps. Right? Yeah, totally, totally. I, I, well, and Destiny. I mean, you know, the th- I, I know very little about Destiny, but Destiny has some really good creative design in there in terms of what you can do with like an online quest structure. I just read an article about how there's this brand new like sub quest that is really really challenging, and they didn't tell anyone. It's not telegraphed. Like you. You have to veer off a path and it on a dungeon. Put in patch notes. Yeah, no one, no one put it in patch notes. It wasn't explicitly said. And then, so like players, fo- first they found it. They found it on their own, and then they started trying. And it's really fucking challenging. And you get one of the best sniper rifle sniper rifles in the game out of it. And like, I was like, wow, look at that! Like they just took something that's already. I mean, like that quest was probably already pretty cool. But they just like look at that. Why can't we have that kind of creative? thought when it goes to developing our quest structure in 14 well and let, i mean do you talk that's about, that's so that's so brilliant we talk about the narrative uh how many other mmos have a freaking like hour and a half long series of cutscenes, like at the end of 
It was an hour and a half of storytelling. I, I know, I know, I know. A lot of people like, like, like you know, will will dig on that and be like, I don't want to watch a movie. I want to play my game. Blah 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 blah. You know what I mean? Especially, yeah. especially the cutscenes, cutscene skippers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the thing. You can skip it. Yeah. At the right. end of an expansion, at the end of a patch. Right. They need that much time. Maybe not need that much time, but they they really use that much time. They're, they're, these cutscenes aren't. Just there, you know, for whatever, you know. They they, they no really have those cutscenes that I did. I feel like they were just killing time. Exactly. You're just like, no, it this is the narrative rewarding. advancing. It felt rewarding for yep. me, and it felt like it was finishing and wrapping something up. Right. I, I again, I just you know, like their player base is satisfied with the product. That's why it's popular. That's why people are playing it. Yeah, Satori Satori is absolutely right. You'd sit out outside of a cave, pop aliens in the head. Like that is really satisfying, and that's what their audience wants. Right. That's what, it, and and they're delivering it, and they're delivering it in a really unique way. And here we are as an audience saying, like, hey, here's stuff that we want. And I, I like the thing that I'm concerned about is that I feel like Square Enix isn't delivering to the core audience. They're not. And especially making you wait seven, six more weeks, six more six weeks now. More weeks. Six Fucking more weeks. Christ. Yep. Thank you so much for the the call, Satori. We uh, always enjoy having you on. Uh, but it, that brings up a good point, though, about how your expectation changes as you switch genres. Yeah. Like if I, I as a as a RPG player primarily, as I sit down and play fourteen, I expect a good narrative and a good story. But the moment I pick up my Xbox controller or whatever or PS4 controller, sit down and play Destiny. My expectation switches. Yeah. I don't expect to be entertained via story. I expect to get my fun out of the gameplay now. But that's not to say you can't have it. Me exactly. and Juxta exactly. just started playing Borderlands last night. We're going to start with Borderlands 2, go to Borderlands, or Borderlands 1 and go to Borderlands 2. And on our way here today to, to the studio, he was asking me, he's like, when does the story start? And I'm like, <laughs> you know, there's kind of a story here. You know, we're vault hunters looking for this, you know, mysterious yeah. vault. And if we were actually reading the quest text, two has way more of a that story. would give us a little bit more. Sure, but in true. 2, they actually give you a main antagonist, yeah, they you know, do. someone who's constantly. And, Antagonizing you as you go along, and and something you're building towards. Handsome Jack, handsome, yeah. Jack, handsome Jack, fucking yeah. amazing. Yeah, who's a good, great villain? Oh, by so good, so good. He's a, no, he's a great hero. Well, yeah, uh, anyway, so but but spoilers. yeah, but there's more. There's also more ancillary characters and side characters that help build that story going forward. Sure. So you can still have it, but you're right. Those games are are the, the whole point of them is to fucking shoot shit. Yeah, yeah. core expectations. Pick up shinies. Right. Yeah. Right. When you play an RPG. Like gameplay is important, but it's not your main focus most often as soon as you switch are, to right? fps gameplay generally is going to become your main expectation mm-hmm. that is what's going to drive sure, whether the sure. game like you look at something like halo which i think as popular as it was among group it had it was polarizing because some people hated it and you look at it as like when i sit down to play halo i get that the story is not going to be anything grandiose i'm there for a fun multiplayer and to shoot aliens and shit interesting you bring up halo because uh i never liked the gameplay in one two and three sure but when four come out i was just coming off mass effect which had an amazing narrative and halo 4 was being like heralded for like like this is the best story the game has ever had it, i'm like all right i'll, I'll try it again Gameplay was the same, and as much of a sucker as I am for characters and narrative and yeah. story, yeah. I just I couldn't do it. Yeah. Right, you, you the gameplay is what matters in those kinds of games. Yeah. Most often, that is the gold standard. I don't know, if I, I don't know if I ever would standard. have admitted that, but yeah, gameplay turned me off to something. The gold standard is is it fun? Right. Well, yeah. At, at the end of the at the end of the day, yes, that's that is what matters. But I mean, like the thing that the and and I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this back into where the discussion started. Like the thing is, is that Destiny doesn't have to maintain a subscription. 
option. They right. have they have you know they have a community that like can that feels like they can tune out when it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I I feel like if you're paying for a product month you need over to be month, playing it. yeah, right, uh, or or to feel like you're getting your money out of it, or to feel like you're invested in it. And so yeah, that it it, it all has to do. It all comes back to, and it all has to do with the expectation of your audience. Right. Again, the Destiny players don't expect content in three month bursts because they're not paying a subscription fee. Right. If they were, if they were, and and they did expect that, and then they were happy with that, and continue, you could use that as an example. But again, he's right. cherry picking his fucking data, and and again, I don't understand why when all of these different gaming outlets want to decry the death of MMOs and the death of MMO subscriptions, why is Final Fantasy fourteen not even a point in their conversation? Right. It, even, it's a dead spot. It's, like, even it's going, not even a graphic they threw up in the back. I know. Like even going back to FF11, the gaming media has never been interested in in a Final Fantasy based MMO. They've been really interested in watching it fail. Yeah. They were super interested in watching it fail. But now that it's a success and it's established itself as a success, they throw uh, you know fucking I don't know a couple of places probably you know put up fucking articles about hey Final Fantasy 14 is doing okay. But when they go and break down data like this you know what it is it's never part of the discussion and I fucking I get annoyed at that the only time that you get any press about it is because they're gating content behind a new expansion even even if you're just gonna bring it up as and the exception that proves the rule I don't care if you bring it up in that light that but like that isn't that important when forming your fucking argument about something yeah that's what I pointed out earlier like at some point you should have said no sure there might be some stragglers like Final Fantasy 14 that are still hanging on but how long can they keep that steam going that would have sated me uh, that whole sentence that whole sentence would have avoided the savagery that we yeah, unleashed there you go Matt Pat you're welcome god put that in your next it. video god damn it I mean like yeah like this it it it, it uh, I mean like first of all like, wow the timing on Matt Pat releasing that video I mean like we've been having yeah. this, we've been holding this conversation back for like three weeks and then he, he puts that out I just, it's just uh, you like, found come, this last night yeah too. he put it up last night we, and we can't not talk about it we, we can't to, not talk about it yeah I, I, have, I have a question to destiny what? players because this pay by the patch thing really interests me and it's this if i skip a patch can i get like the next patch after and still just be able to do that or do i have to get caught up on patches that's true if i, I don't I'm know really that. Yeah. curious about that if can someone start, answer that yeah can i, I start... cherry pick what i'm interested in and just play that <laughs> Well, yes. when they first said that, I was thinking, so if I want to start playing right now, like, is it just a flat, like, here's my 60 bucks or whatever? Or do I have to pay, like, for all of that shit? I'm I know right. that they have, well, they have a bundle going. Of course, they're going to bundle well, stuff. Sure, but yeah. I mean, like, yeah, you're right. Like, can you kind of, can, can you cherry pick your content like that? I'm kind of curious. Uh, I don't like, if the next patch is Barbie it, Island Adventure, maybe I don't want to pick that one up. <laughs> Maybe I'll skip on to the next one. Uh, all right. So, um, but uh, but yet, yeah, you know, like we can't, uh, it, you know, it, Destiny is not exactly an analog, but I mean, like, you know, he's not right. Like the thing is, is Matt Pat's not wrong that it does take a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of resources to make an MMO. It's a very expensive endeavor and it's not for sure. Like even even a, uh, an MMO with an IP, a very strong IP behind it, as he kept referencing with Star Wars, The Old Republic, uh, that even you know, like it's it, it's not it's not a hundred percent that you're going to be able to to make that audience convert. And I just I, like how can I don't know how you can ignore 
the thing that is but working. But that's not even a fair argument against MMOs. That's an argument against major titles, period. No, that's, like, that's you think Call of Duty is cheap to make? Well, but I don't know. Well, but that's... That, hang on. Hang on. I, I, they I have think, mostly code in this game already. Hang on. No, 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 no. I, I want to de- defend the idea of an IP-based MMO because most of them work. Sure. Like, whereas most IP video games are pretty fucking terrible, like, yeah, it's not an IP in the, uh, like, in the sense that you're bringing an external IP in. Like, it is sometimes in the case of Star Wars, right. but you know, Final Fantasy is insular to the video game community. Right. So, but it is still, Warcraft. but it exactly, but it is still an established IP yes. with yes. an established audience that you're drawing off of. But to and argue so, that cost is the reason, like that, where they might shift away from MMOs, that's an argument against major game titles, not against MMOs. Well, yeah, yeah. Now you're jumping into the Konami school of thought there right you there, go. fucking morons. Um, but you know, like that's and and that's really the thing. Like I think that's. That's kind of like at the heart of it is fucking, you know, these these games that have had uh, dwindling numbers for so long and, 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 you know, like these games that come out and they and they fail on their face and they have an IP attached to them. Yeah, I get it. OK, it's fun to make fun of fucking Conan, whatever, or, you know, Star Wars Galaxies and say, but like. When you compare it to non-IP MMOs, like uh, uh, MMOs that have had to establish yeah. their narrative and uh, their audience from the ground up, like Guild Wars. Sure. Like, Guild Wars is a great example of a game that established its fucking core audience from the ground up and did well. Did And, it and stood Guild Wars on, it just stood took the approach that we're going to do it differently. And yeah. that's why it worked. And, it's, and that was totally... But Galaxies, you, we've, we've mentioned Galaxies now a couple times. Let's yeah. keep in mind, Galaxies ran for a decade. It did. Like, Galaxies did not fail by any stretch of the imagination. Oh, it failed. It finished as a flaming dumpster fire. Okay, all right. Sure. Fair. But it ran strong for a long time first. But I mean, I, I just, I don't think that you can make the jump to say that like, I, you know, like an IP is a bad thing for an no, MMO. No, I, like, so. I, I think I think that, you know, like the success rate of IP-based MMOs versus non-IP-based MMOs. I think I think the IP MMOs end up winning out, right? I, it's the same shit you see in Hollywood. Why do you think we only see sequels? They have IPs attached to them. Right. And, and they're they trying know to, they're going to work. And, well, and it's, a, and it's a work, and, but you're guaranteed if you have an IP, you're guaranteed that a vast majority of those fans are at least going to try it. Right. It's a, and it's a long, million on Spider-Man or on right. someone no one's ever heard of. And, and mm-hmm. a, an MMO, an MMO is a long-term investment. I mean, let's be honest, Absolutely. it is. Yeah. You know, not not just financially, but in terms of time and attention, it is a long-term investment. So if you're already invested in the thing that you're, you know, like that you could be spending a lot of time with, then yeah, like it just makes sense. You know, all the MMOs. That I've tried, they've all been major IPs. Now, now, granted, Guild Wars wasn't like you know like, like what Final Fantasy or World of Warcraft was, but all the MMOs I've played have been major IPs, and all of the, the like you said, the new ones like 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 Aeon Rift. Remember Tabula Rasa? Yeah, never, oh, yeah. never even bothered to touch yeah. those. Never had it like. Why? Well, what I mean, what are some successful like non-IP MMOs? I mean, like Wildstar, kind of like they had some success, but I think that that's largely failing now. Modern day, there's I can't think of very like right many. now, like yeah. right now that like you right could now, play that no. you could play right now. Eve, Eve. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Eve is it? Um, Runescape? No. Yeah, Rune, it's, it's, still it's, it's still going. It is it's still, still right. going. It is. If, if it's still up, it I'm, I'm going to say that that's success. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, <sighs> I was like, everything else has gone to like is Rift, on, like, is Rift one offline? No, Rift's online. They're still, they're still. That's, a, still that's an original. Still I think that's up. an original. Yeah, it thing. is. Yeah. It is. I think uh, Terra. Uh, 
Tara, Tara, and Tara. That's when I hear a lot. But about. they're not doing great. Whatever Their health to is Conan? not great. Did Conan flay? They shut down wow. for like three I don't, or four I, months, didn't I, they? I think it may still be around, but it switched hands a couple of times. Really? I, I don't I know. They shut I, down. I, I, it was it was such a punchline for me for so long that I I I couldn't even tell yeah. you to be honest. Um. Now now, what would you call something like like defiance? Okay, defiance. Oh, well, because, defiance is its own thing, right? Because defiance, they launched the show and the game simultaneously, right? And they actually put a lot of fucking money into it as yeah. well. And it is as far the show is still going. The show is great. I love the show, and I'm pretty is sure the show doing well. It, like it, in terms of like, are people watching it? They watch it. It just wrapped up its third season, and it, it's, it's on it's really yeah. Holy shit! Which like like me, I have a coworker. Me and him talk like games, and movies all the fucking time, and and we we pretty much said anything that runs three to five seasons. It's successful. That's a pretty successful yeah, show. Yeah, I'll give it. Right? I'll give, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's totally. doing well. It's, it's doing it's, okay. It's, it's, and, and I would even, I, I would lump, uh, I would lump, uh, as far as a show goes, and a sci-fi show, yeah. I would put Defiance, for me, up there with, with Firefly, Battlestar Galactica. Hold on, hold on. Whoa. For, as far whoa, as whoa, character whoa. goes, absolutely. What? Yeah. Firefly yeah. only has one season is not successful. Oh, <laughs> 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 you fucking <laughs> You know what? You troll. Oh, Fair God. enough. You I'm troll. the troll guy. You troll. Judging by those standards, you got that one, okay? <laughs> but, chat, but, chat, light him up. <laughs> the greatest just, sabotage in the history of television. Chat, chat I, don't, I don't do this often, but chat, you gotta fucking tear Roast into Chuck. Tear into Chuck <laughs> for but that one. No, that one I'm was just oh, to mute you, his mic again. I've got I, some money. I felt that one. <laughs> I felt that one. Oh, you fuck. Story and character-wise, if you give that a shot, especially in the first season, they have some really powerful moments at the end of episodes okay. where they're doing the little wrappy-up thing, right? And, they, and they, they actually, what they do is they take, like, songs and do covers of them for the show they have a a, a hauntingly chilling rendition of 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 shit what's the name of uh uh it was, it was used in in guardians of the galaxy uh uh sweet child or whatever i, I don't know whatever that song at the end, it's it's fucking great right but but yeah and and i'm pretty sure the 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 the, the game is still going yeah so well yeah but i'd love to know what the health of the game is because it doesn't move, I, I it actually, doesn't move the needle in terms right. of people and, talking and, about and it and i did try and look up like you know i looked around to see if it's still pretty sure it's still going i don't know exactly what the health of it is yeah but watching the show they put out like like little bonus codes that you can only get during the show that you put in somewhere to get like bonus stuff and things like that yeah and apparently what the plan was was that based on your success in in the game, you would get characters mentioned in the show. Yes, that were yes. so. Yeah, I wonder if that's even still a thing anymore. I, I mean, that was like one of their big selling points. But yeah, I would say that Defiance is actually it's enti- entirely it's its own thing because they were developed in tandem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't even call that an IP. That would be that would be like it almost felt like they were doing the show to support as a way to support the Which game. Which I think they were. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the actually the old eighties model, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The cartoon comes out to sell the toy line. Yeah, that's yeah, what exactly. It is. Do they have a Do they have a lot of promos that run for the game during I, the show? I don't know that. Well, I, I download all my shit. Oh, so, okay. yeah, I don't know. Oh, I wouldn't say that too yeah. loud. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, but yeah, I, I just I mean, like if you look like if you look at the uh, n- number of you know. Well-established IPs that did well. I mean, you know, you've got Final Fantasy, obviously Warcraft, Elder Scrolls, Marvel, uh, fucking uh, uh, Dark Age of Camelot. I know, like, it, it, not Star Trek. It's, it's not really an IP. Dark Age of Camelot's a little bit different, but it does have source material that it's mm-hmm. that it's drawing off of, and an audience that it's drawing. Star off Wars of. is still going. I mean, they did just release. Star like- Wars is going really. Star Wars. Tor, yeah. 
Oh, Spor- Tor. Oh, I'm sorry, Star. I was thinking Star Trek. No, Star oh, Trek. Yeah. Wow. I was like Star. Yeah. Yeah. Like E3, they just like announced yes. another new expansion. Yes. Right? Yeah. So I mean, as much as Matt Pat wants to it. say that it's failing, people are fucking playing it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, God, I mean, Neverwinter, Neverwinter's Dungeons and Dragons. That's a built-in audience right mm-hmm. there. I mean, it's just, it's a smart idea to build your MMO off of, uh, you know, off of a pre-established audience. And, you know, like, like when we talk about reasons why MMOs fail, I think people just like to like, you know, they go, ah, it was just this, you know, like well, it was the other thing about was, IPs, you know, like when, when Wildstar failed, they were like, you know, some people were like, ah, oh, it's because the end game was too hardcore. But other people were just like, ah, eh, because nobody knew what it was. Well, but the other thing with IPs, though, is we, there's a lot more at stake there. You yeah. Know? Like, like you, That's you, true, too. Because you have to buy the rights to it. Well, not just that, but people expect a certain something, you know? For example, you can't say that IPs, you know, all IPs succeed because what happened with 1.0 of 14? Yeah. Crashed and fucking burned. Yeah. Yeah, Black Samurai said uh, Matt Pat never said that they were failing, just evolving. Yeah, you, you're right. He you're titled right. the video "The Death of the MMO." You're right. Yeah, that's and exactly started with what a he eulogy. Said. Yeah, yeah. He totally never said that. But no, you're right. He did say that it was evolving. Yes. But his point was is that it was evolving towards mobile games. Mo- Ugh. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. I'm that, sorry. That I'm aren't sorry. Even, that aren't even. It's a fucking mobile RTS. Fuck you. Going from a fucking like actual rig on a fucking big screen yeah. to a fucking tiny ass little phone on. that is not evolution. Can't make that jump. It's the same thing that people are doing with fucking TV shows and movies. Like, I'll be talking about a show at work and some people be like, oh yeah, I watched it. He says some app. And I'm like, what's that? Oh, I watch it on my phone. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh my god! Well, well that's I think that's that has a lot to do with like personal preference and age. Oh, but and I, and, and I, we did, I can't you know, imagine we hunched over a tiny little screen. Like, how do you absorb art that uh, way? Well, sure, if you're like Chromecasting it to your TV or something, yeah. but uh, but I, yeah, just uh, this is the future. That's the evolution of MMOs. I might watch a YouTube video on my phone, but I'm not going to sit there watching Netflix on it. Yeah, I do at work. Yeah, what a great job you have. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, uh, I, I think I think we've gotten all of that out of our systems. Final, first of all, Final Fantasy fourteen is doing very well in terms of its subscription base and in terms of its audience. Despite how rough we are, despite on yeah, it, well, we love it. Yes, yeah, we do. I mean, genu- genuinely, we do. And and I think that you know, our, to tear it apart. Our well, our criticism of, of of FF fourteen is because we want to see it get better. Like yeah. that's that's what it is. We want to see we want to see the product improve. Yeah, I don't tear apart shit I don't like. I just fucking ignore it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If we thought like Game <laughs> Theorist just sucked and we hated Matt Pat and thought he sucked, we wouldn't we do would this. have blown this off. Yeah, like, hey, I mean, by the way, Matt Pat's a fucking idiot, and uh, let's go on to the next. I would have, yeah, exactly. I, it, had it been any other fucking idiot, I would have gotten like three, like three sentences or three points into it, and I would have been like, "Fuck this! This is stupid. I'm not watching it." But because it came from Matt Pat, how much of our show did we just dedicate to this? Guy? I know it's like obviously fucking we thing. think of him. Yeah, we think highly thing. of him. Yeah, you can, I do. You can I do better. Him. You can do better. I respect Matt, him. If you're listening, come on the show. Talk to us. Yeah. Tell us what happened there and apologize. What the fuck? No, don't apologize. Yeah, you're right. We never apologize. apologize. We don't. We don't. We won't make you. (laughs) We wouldn't be happy to apologize. Is that what you're saying? Oh, we wouldn't be. Oh, for the savagery. No, we just. I mean, we could talk about it. I think it'd be interesting to hear his side of it because you know he, like I said, like I had pointed out earlier, he's just trying to, dude. He's just trying to support his channel. Yeah, he's trying to make his living. Yeah, he's just trying to support his creative endeavor. I can't hold. Like I don't. I'm not. 
I'm not like that mad about it, but it is a perfect example of like what the fuck is wrong. Like this is why people distrust the gaming media. I mean, I, I get that the disclosure is fully up front and that he's being completely, you know, completely transparent about that. I get that, but like, oh man, it's still slimy. It's well, still how, how yeah, much would he even not... be able to talk about it though? If he was paid to have that opinion and then comes on, he can't like. Like he can't show hints of having a different opinion, can he? Or will that? I don't know. I don't. Well, I don't know the contract yeah, that he signed with with the fucking same people. It's that like you you said earlier. It's hire not, Kate Upton. It's it's not even that. Like you know, he's trying to make his living. We get that. But like you said earlier, it's just every time there is sponsorship in gaming media, it sucks balls. Well, because they're certainly not going to pay someone to have an honest opinion. <laughs> like, like that's the thing. Even if it was a good game and you're like, this is sponsored, like, people can be like, really, though? Yeah. Really? Yeah, really? Mm-hmm. Is it? Is it? Is it really? Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Tiny voices. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, if you when, you when you look at the grand scheme of things, when you look at the way that MMOs have evolved and developed, and when you look at all of them fairly, Matt Pat. Uh, you know, I, I don't think I, a, I don't think that MMOs are going anywhere. I don't think, I, I, I think that game companies, if they want to pursue a subscription model, that they've got a big hill to climb and that they've got to, de- they, they have to deliver on the content side. Yeah. Obviously and, it's and doable. Destiny. It is do- well, original, right? It's, it's doable. It's 14. 14 is the best example of how that is doable, why that works, and, and why that's valid. It's also the IP, it has the IP strength, and I had a pretty it's big true. one behind it, it's too. true. But, but I mean, like, how can, I don't know how you can just totally discount it, totally Oh, no, 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 you can't. You're, no, fun. you're right, you can't you at can't, all. You can't. Yeah, and is. so for all of this, I mean, you know, like people people jumped all over me last week for, you know, uh, being really concerned about the health of FF14 and about the health of the community. And I do. I worry. I mean, like I worry about the seven week wait and that it is going to drive people away and and the the potential like the potential negative things that could come out of that. But I mean, like, you know. I, I, to, to, it's not. It's not at the point where you can totally just discount it from the fucking conversation, no. and man. Here's, here's the thing, because because I, I had the same worry that in that six week wait, you know, there yeah. are people that are probably going to drop off and cancel their account, right? Mm-hmm. But I also have every bit of faith that when 3.0 does drop, they're 3.1, all going to be yeah. e- eager to come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I think I, the root of our complaints was different. I mean, because you know, because like we just had this big wait between 2.5 and 3.0. And now we got to do it again. I think that that's a, that's a fair Just and keep valid in mind that, as, a, as a player. Keep in mind that 2.5 to 3.1, that time frame, that's usually what WoW has to wait from end of an expansion to the beginning of one. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, WoW is Let, shit. That's, Let's that's, count that's our a, blessings. That's a good point to end on. I think that's a good end cap to this conversation that, you know, yeah, there's problems with MMOs and WoW is shit. We've known that for a while, long time, but that audience is not going anywhere. We're that audience. We are the people. We, we, everyone in this chat has, you know, and so many of them have backed us up on, on this idea that, like, no, you take away the subscription model. You take away that, that game company's ability to make good content. We're paying them to make good content. So, yeah, you know, like, yeah, when we, when we bitch about having to wait for the good content that they've, you know, like... That's I, I think that's a valid complaint. Yep. So, all right, let's uh, let's read some emails here. Satori, holy shit, Satori, fuck. we had you on. We had a, a huge call from you, and so uh, your email that you that you wrote here, uh, we're we're gonna save that, especially because there's fucking numbers in it. Come on, man. Come on, dude. You're math in us. Ugh, Love you to bits, but math. Come on, dude. 
Come on. Even has multiplication. What yeah. the fuck? No. Uh, so, uh, did anyone want to pile on Matt, Pat? Did anyone, any of the callers want to pile on Matt? Or did we do a pretty good job of that ourselves? Uh, we did a pretty good job. Yeah, so. I think we did. All right. So, uh, yeah, let's let's take some emails. So. All right. I'm going to go ahead and take the first email, right. as is tradition. Yep. Hey, LBR. After working in the video game industry for five years, I must warn you guys that I'm very cynical and delusional about the state of the video game industry in general. I think this is a good email to lead off with. First... One thing I've often seen is that when a project reaches the state of printing money, they just unstaff it because according to management, there's no reason to waste money on a project that goes well. Staff from most successful projects are usually thrown at way late or failing projects. At the moment, I'm thinking of FF15, the FF7 remake, and FF11 Rhapsodies of Van Yeah, You stumbled over that I because did. you were like, what? Wait, what? I, I, know, I, totally, I totally picked up on that. Unlike what Aniro seemed to mention in the last episode, you can't just throw more developers at a project to compensate for people taking days off. Most programmers and artists are only able to work on their own after being roughly three months on a said project. Yeah, I know that. Was Adding joke. staff on an existing project requires planning and more time from the existing team to train the new guys, which I'm sure they don't have. Keep in mind that I'm in no way defending SE's stupid decisions, but I'm only stating the most common reason for these kinds of situations to happen. Yeah, no, I, 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 I get that. I, I, I totally appreciate the point, and I'm glad that, that you mentioned it. But yeah, I, I, was, I was just kind of goofing on it. The other thing you have to remember is it's not just something that's inherent to this. All yeah. all levels of business or just when yeah. you anything when you have a corporate entity and then you have the workers the corporate entity sees stuff completely different totally. so yeah they might actually be like just throw more numbers at it yeah. because that's all it is to them yeah right that's not what and and we I I don't for just to, in my defense I wasn't saying that just throwing more people at it would solve the problem right I, I right. just I I. We I, we I think we were just goofing on the break at that point, and I, I don't know. I've, I said something culturally insensitive. I think that's what I was going for. This isn't an apology. And no, it's okay. not. It's right. not. It's just an explanation. explanation. Well, you weren't here. I'm giving you exposition. Okay, you uh, exposition for Kahlo. Yeah. Continuing the email. One thing I noticed in the recent interviews with Koji Fox and Sokin is how often they hinted about being overworked. I'm suspecting that a lot of people at SE did one of these so common. Let me take a vacation or I quit move. In my personal mm. experience, I did this kind of thing when I had over seven weeks worth of salary and accumulated overtime to play FF14 1.0. <laughs> it was one of the worst decisions I ever made, <laughs> and I still hold a grudge against SE for this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the real truth oh, comes out. Oh, oh, God. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's so... I... Oh, I sympathize with that so much. I he, do. You know, I he came, fucking do. He came back from his vacation, and his boss, you know, after being forced to give this to him, was yeah. like, so how was that game? I don't want to fucking talk about it. How was, <laughs> I, how, how was your vacation? Oh, God. Every time that every time he must have heard that question, must have just, just like, dug at him. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, dude, I'm so sorry, man. I'll never forget that I'm first so sorry. week when 1.0 came out. I had taken, like, the whole week off work, and I couldn't get on for the first three days. Oh, God, I'm just sitting there, like, <laughs> fucking. Like, just sitting there, like, like, looking at my empty wallet, like, there should be money in you, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, he goes on to say, now on a totally unrelated topic, I'd like to point out that Yoshi P promised us a DPS parser to be released a bit after 2.0 in an interview four years ago. 
This was also the last time BG Forums ever got an interview with SE. Oof. Anyway, keep Ow. up the good work, LBR. I would, ne- I wouldn't, I would have never survived the ARR relics without listening to your shows in the background to prevent my brain from melting because of the grind. Oh, that's very nice. That's very complimentary. P.S. Thank we'd you love so to donate to your show, but we're struggling with our own bandwidth and hosting bills since Heaven's Word came out. So we instead prefer to throw some of our traffic your way by promoting your show. Oh, thanks, man. Raggins, site admin of the Order of the Blue Garter. Thank you, Raggins, man. That was very kind. That, oh, honestly, yeah. that's a very, very, very sweet email, and I really appreciate that. And it's a, I'm, I'm, I also really appreciate your perspective as a game developer. Like, yeah, okay, look. I mean, I know that we're giving, I know we're giving a lot of shit to the six week wait, and I, I mean, you know, yeah, I'm, I, I'm definitely like, you know, fucking, I, I have to work up the anger for it. Uh, there's a part of me that understands it that these guys are working really, really hard, and you know, when you look, and and, and this is especially why I wanted to talk about this topic and talk about other MMOs and, and broaden the scope here because I, I, you know, like a lot of people felt that I was being really critical, and I am being really, really critical because I want the game to succeed and i recognize that they're at a point where just like i just in my opinion i don't think that the break was at the right time the timing was wrong and i get that people get maxed to their limit and and everything like that and if that's what yoshi p was up against or any of his team was up against i sympathize with that i totally sympathize with that but you you have to understand as a as as a commentator as a uh you know as 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 a critic uh, the seven, the six, seven week wait, that that long extended wait. I mean, you know, like it's it's a bad thing. It's not good. There's no part of it that's good. I understand that he's a human guy. That he's, you know, that these. I, I I get that. But like from when you look at the MMO population, when you look at the game population, when you look at people's enthusiasm for the game, three point one needed to happen like a week ago. No, you know it, what I mean? It, but you, you know what? You look at it. And I, I don't care. Like, I get it. People are maxing out. But if you're getting to the point where your staff is being worked to the point where they're threatening to quit or unless they get a vacation, your staff management has not been doing it right. You do not have enough people on your development team. Okay, and, 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 and but, the rumors Ragan, are that they've added more people to well, the FF14 development but team, Ragan, right? Uh, well, Ragan said that you can't just bring people in, and, and he's right. Well, that, he, was also, spe- that was also in regards to, like, like as you're trying to finish a project yes. that has a deadline, you yes. can't just drop them in there. But obviously, you need to hire more people yeah, and I'm not, for something like this exactly. that has continued upkeep. Yeah. Now, here's yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. saying. When you look at the life cycle of an expansion, where is the biggest content dump it's right at the start of it right hey he's a dump thank you juxta yeah okay most most yeah most most. most cases not with ff14 though in most cases that's where i would prefer i think if they're gonna start giving like if they have to give out vacations they need to hire new people they need time for training if they're gonna put it somewhere i think right here is the best time Mm -hmm. as opposed to in the middle of it where you're like all right here's three months for an update here's four months three months Seven months for an update, but but I don't know. Just like the timing of it is weird. See, like if the if if it had happened around the holiday season, you know, and they just say, "Oh, it's the holiday." Like I think people would just like you know they'd be a little bit more forgiving. It's a little bit different though because holiday season that's all vacation. If they're also bringing in new blood, they do need time to get those people. No, you're right. But the other thing too, the other thing to remember too about that is this isn't just a vacation. Such like oh, we need time to recharge. Yeah, 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 coming back, they're also gonna have more manpower, which means more quality if they, content. If they hired more people. If I don't know that the I don't know that they did. In that case, I'm okay with the set six, seven week If wait. they did, if they brought more people in, but I don't know that they did. I, I honestly don't know that they did. I mean, sh- we know that Square Enix shifts people around. We knew that when, uh, you know, FF was, uh, FF14 was in trouble, they 
they shifted a lot of the development team from 11 to 14 to, to you know, for A Realm Reborn. Mm-hmm. And and so, the, yeah, I, I, I get that that's kind of a common practice over at Square Enix. Uh, we don't know. We don't know right. what the internal situation is over there. We don't know if anyone's been added to the team or not. Straight up. <laughs> like, they just, they don't, they don't make that public knowledge. I don't think they would ever tell us that. Yeah, no, they don't right. make that public knowledge. Uh, so. Scully, I, I apologize for <laughs> narrowing you. What were you saying? <laughs> I'm saying, I'm not talking about, like, oh, this, such and such guy's on vacation. Let's just drop someone on the team to fill in his space. Right. I'm talking yeah. about more people on the team as a whole so that if someone needs to leave or take some time off, there's other people who are already there working on the project to fill the gap. Not to mention if FF14 is in a good place and you know profits are going up and subscriptions are going up, they have money to give to more people to make more content. Yes. Again, that's another great sign. But going back to Raggins' email, going back to Raggins' email, the uh, trend is that once your game is solidified, you do, you take resources away Again, from it. Isn't, because that's doing isn't, well. isn't that for for like a regular like like you know AAA like like actual game game, not an MMO? Why? No, we, no, no. He's he has to be talking about MMO development really? because when a when a because it's never truly finished. Well, but a, a single player game, like you know, you finish it and it's done. He's saying at the point that it becomes successful that you that the company's made their money back. They go, oh well. We don't it's need all to, gravy. We now. don't need. Yeah, we don't need to keep spending money. You know what? A few years ago, I would have agreed with you, but with the way that stuff like Xbox Live and PSN is going now, Nika, The Witcher Two or Witcher Three, aren't they releasing another huge content patch? Oh yeah, there's, there's going to the be first two. game. There's so going to be two. There's going to be one in October and one at the beginning of next year. And there's combined are supposed to be as big as the Witcher two. Yeah, game so was. so you can't necessarily say that he's huge. just talking about MMOs because normal games when you when you ship them they're finished because nowadays they're not. Same thing with Mass Effect. They supported that for like what two two and a half years after it was released, even though it got a terrible press. Mm. Except The Witcher was a finished game, and they're just putting more True. because well, they're so, awesome. So was Mass Effect. Well, yeah, because that's—I well, mean—that's—that's that's just sort action. of the the nature of uh, of games now. But I think an MMO is different, right? Like, yeah. Like, and and I and I understand. Like, like you were saying, corporate sees it way differently. They, they do, see absolutely. it. They see it as a as a line item, and they read it. Oh, we're in the green now. We're in the black. Okay, we don't need. We can. We don't we need can, as many of we, these numbers on it now. Yeah. yeah exactly. And, and you know what? You know what? Look at the path that Eleven took. Look Absolutely. at look at the slow decline and slow death of FF11, and you can see that is I think that You're is the best right. example of watching a, a company something you love die watching <laughs> no watching a company say okay we've made the money that we intend to make on it we're still going to kind of support it but we're going to we're going to divert resources right, to another back. thing but if that's the case aren't we completely justified in bitching they're still taking our money every month yes that's, that's great the point i want my, and that's, that's great the point. take my money every month Work on my fucking game. Exactly. And that's why I don't feel bad about sitting here and getting upset about it. That's why I don't feel bad about holding Yoshi P accountable for I it. I usually disagree with you. In this case, I'm but right you with you. you want them to refund you like one week of subscription? Like, like that's yeah, silly. But like, he, but the thing is, is like, that's, that's why, that's why I'm criticizing and holding Yoshi P accountable and not just going, yeah, I get he's a human and he, like, sure. there's a part of me that understands that. But the other part of me that has $12 hoovered out of my fucking bank account every month. Okay. A goes, Nero goes. Wait a minute. A Nero. Yeah. So unsub for a fucking month till the patch comes. Then I lose all my veteran benefits. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, that's what you're paying for. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but, but no, Deep down, you know they're exploiting us. <laughs> but he, but he's not wrong. It's like, and I'm, we're, I'm not even sure we're mad at Yoshi P. We're mm. mad at SE's corporate structure. 
I think maybe that is what it is. Like, I feel like, yeah, maybe. I feel like Yoshi P. I don't know, is, man. You know what Yoshi P is in this case? He's the fucking customer service representative from <laughs> Comcast who has to listen to me fucking bitch him out for three hours. It's not his fucking fault, and he knows it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. Uh, thank you very much, Raggins, for that email. It was a great email. Totally, totally tied exactly yeah. into what we were All talking right, so, about. All right. So, and, uh, Actually, before that, we also have uh, a caller on the line. Oh, yeah? All right. Who we got? have uh, uh, Bay Ifo of Hyperion on the line. She wants to, uh, they want to uh, weigh in on our little bet we have in here. Uh, okay. All right. D- uh, did, did Juxta slaughter your name? Only a little. Only I, a little. Uh, I did send a pronunciation guide. <laughs> and wow. and he still I got was reading wrong. it. And you're taking it. Oh, wow. Abeyafo. Abeyafo. It's uh, Swahili for the witch expert, so it's actually not a made-up bullshit name. Oh, see, see, she's a witch expert. <laughs> there you go. There hey, you go. what's a Nero mean? <laughs> What, are you asking me? No. Saltoon. Are you asking a saltoon? <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, all right. So, what, what would you like to talk about today? Uh, so, the beginning of the show, we were talking about whether or not we were going to have any Hildy content in the next patch. Yeah. And I hate to say it in Nero, but I agree with you. There's not going to be any Hildy content. I, I Yeah. I see. I, I'm pained. I'm pained to say it too because I'd love to see Hildebrand content. I, I, I would honestly, genuinely love to see it. It's not because I, I don't like Hildebrand and I don't think he deserves to be in 3.1. I just think, given what Square Enix has said about 3.1, that we're not going to get it. Yeah, um, they gave us our quote happy un, uh, un end quote uh, ending there at the end of the last one. And, you know, we yay, we won, and the dragons are going to be our friends again. And yay, everything is great. Oh, we lost Hoshifron. I'm sorry. But hey, yay, everything else is great. <laughs> How about the fact that there must always be a Nidhogg? Everything is not happy, hunky dory. And that actually pissed right. me off about it. Oh, yeah. shit, he's a dragon. But we yeah. won! Yeah, yay, we win! Oh, and hey, uh, you know, uh, oh my god, I forgot his name. Uh, Emmerich? The Dragoon. Oh, the Dragoon. Oh, Estinian. Estinian, hey, Estinian, you know, you were a douche canoe uh, this whole freaking storyline. <laughs> now uh, you're really a douche canoe. Yeah. Now, now that now that uh, we finally get to liking you, you're a dragon. Yeah. yeah. So uh. so that 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 part wasn't so. So, so, great, so we need Hildebrand to take our minds off of this horrible thing that's happening and keep the mood light. Yeah. Let's exactly. get to what's important. Should Callow and I get money if it comes out on the point five? Yes, <laughs> that's true. No, get oh, out of get here. Out. Shh. Get out. But but yeah, the uh, I I think that the next storyline they're gonna have us. Uh, Basically the same as before a realm yeah. reborn, where where we have to have it all tense and dark and everything because well, we're going to have on, the though. darkness. Because yeah. it's it's not like that they they have to exclusively re- exclusively release story like main story quest or side story. Yeah, they've story done both quest. before. Yeah. yeah, we get MSQ they and plug- Mog quest or MSQ right. and Hildebrand. But they always plug the Hildebrand. They always uh, in the pre. They got it's a secret, it's leaked, dude. Okay, yeah, you're <laughs> they're, right. And, they, and they're building it up because because everyone asks for Hildebrand. They know we want Hildebrand. They said you know they if gave the demand is faces. there, we'll put it in. And I think if they are going to put it in three point one, they will not tell us until the absolute last minute. I don't they know about that. Until the like you said, they, they hype it. We, yeah. they hype it. we know what we're getting, right? We're, we're going to get main story quest. We're going to get whatever the fucking crystal tower shit's going to be, yeah. right? Yeah. We know what's coming. So we're, we know when it's coming. So where's the big announcement? It's coming at the uh, the fate. Where's where, where where where's that big? Oh, here you. That's true. Yeah, we're getting this. And wait, oh. 
Oh, what's this? They're gonna. What's do- this? We're hinting at. It's a it, what? Like oh, okay, uh, maybe I don't know. Okay, actually, I'm starting to turn the corner a little bit on this because too late. Benson. Because because Hildebrand, Hildebrand having Hildebrand come back, that would be not a huge announcement, but it would be big enough for something like a live letter. Or, or like, something for them or to even just a live feed. That's what I'm saying. Especially because bit. Hildebrand had such a great ending, and people really, sure. really want it. They're going to save it for a big announcement. You know what's going to happen? But that's that's what's that's what the interesting part about the bet is. Is that like, yeah, it could, it legitimately could kind of go either way. And what we're do, we're really what we're betting on is if we can predict Square Enix's <laughs> movements. Yeah. What's yeah. going to happen is they're going to have a live letter where where you know Koji, Soken, Yoshi, somebody's going to come out and start doing the Manderville, and everyone's going to lose their. No, fucking no. Well, it doesn't. But they don't do it. They don't do it in front. The only time they do it in front of an audience is at like a big event. Well, people or people they're watching, doing I'm one at saying, the fate, Everyone oh, yeah. will lose their minds. Uh, maybe I don't know the fa- okay. fate. Just, maybe just remember those very very important words at the end of the Hildebrand story quest that he will return. Hildebrand will return. So I'm in not heaven sword. So, but and that's why that's why I'm not going as far as to say that he'll never come back. And, I love the freaking James Bond reference at the end of all the Hildebrand quests. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty funny. And, and um I lost my point. Oh, good job. It's all right. We're better off. <laughs> Thank you so much for your call today. Uh, we really appreciate it. And uh, uh, first time, first time call a new caller here yep, to yep. the break. That's right. That's right. Uh, do you want to give any shout outs before we let you go? Uh, FC shenanigans of Hyperion and uh, also my uh, link show uh, Evil Evocation X awesome well thank you so much for uh, for calling Limit Break Radio today and uh, yeah bringing it bringing it back around to the bet I really do I I I really based on what we've seen in terms of what we're going to get in patch 3.1 I think we know everything that we're going to get that's what I'm that's where I'm coming from so we'll see we'll see all right we'll see this next email we have a little bit of a problem okay all right, first of all, it's a salty email, which makes me think that a Nero should read it, yeah. but it's fucking long as shit. Which, uh, no, I don't, right. I really don't want it. And you're okay. almost as bad as I am. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I wouldn't mind reading this. As much as I don't like reading two things in a row. Yeah, we can't go back to back. Right, so maybe maybe we but skip it is this almost for a second. Pass. It's like three fucking pages. I'm looking at it here. It's like three Holy fucking crap. pages long. Hold, hold long on, hold on, shit. hold on. The salt levels increase, so maybe we can bounce it off each other, like... Oh uh, my Kyle God. read it Then, then No the Gregory. I, Dude I don't even know man Destroy the continuity i get back up to the top of this thing My phone's gonna fry Jeez It's huge Yeah I, I, can, I, can we Can we paraphrase it I don't I, I don't I, know I, think, I, think, I don't think so I think basically What 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 this email's all about No 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 Come on no? that's not fair okay, it's not, That's not I, I don't fair. mind reading it But This oh, email could be an episode Hold I on know. guys I, I, I can read it But I don't have salty voices I can just no. Yeah, wow it's way longer Than I thought it was Holy This God. is really important to read because at the end it says fuck hashtag ban juxta so it's, this is important we, we need to read it, it. Oh, now we're skipping it now no. we're skipping no. it now we're skipping it I will make sure that it gets on another show at some point now we're skipping it yeah just because he said it now we have to skip it <laughs> oh, you fucked it up yeah way to go you did it and hey, the next fault. email wants a Nero to bring the salt too <laughs> uh, alright uh, so god I Ugh, it's also I, long. I, yeah, it's oh my so god! Long. I thought that was, actually, I actually thought I was on the same email still. It's this is ridiculous. Why, uh, uh, Escalia? Why don't you, uh, why don't you take this, this email from what is it? Theron, Theron, Ke- Kadeen. Theron, Kadeen. Wow. Yeah. What? No, this one's not that long. I've got Arcella. Uh, then you went too far. Went, oh, yeah. okay. It's like three emails that yeah. all want salt. Okay. Oh okay, my okay, god! They really they they love uh, salt hero. Well, not just that, just the novels. 
I know. I know. Oh. You know, oh God. I, 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 don't complain, guys. I mean, that no, I'm not, compla- awesome. I'm not complaining. It's just I, <laughs> I, I want to be fair. I want to be fair to the people who take the time to write these emails and give them the you know the platform to express themselves but when it's so long like that i don't i feel like we'd be giving them their whole episode whole episode all right all right i found it all right hello theron kadeen of hyperion here and a new supporter of the show waiting for my tags to turn up this is in regards to the rare gear chess debate you guys had last show for reference i consider myself a softer midcore player I don't agree with Nero's assessment that the rare item chest should be placed at the end of A4S. Only a tiny group of players has even cleared A4S, and it's not for a lack of trying. If SE were to implement a rare item chest at the end of A4S, as Nero suggests, it would not enhance my gameplay experience or motivate me to grind more. It would. It would for me. It would for me. It, it would re. It, I would. It, it would make me go. Oh. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Well, since this game is all about a Nero. And well, not only that, but I mean like there's that very real effect that like the, you know, like gear loss doesn't happen until you see the other guy with it. When you see when you see that guy, you you know this guy. Mm-hmm. He's been walking. He's and, hang on, hang on. He's been walking around your fucking server for uh, fu- for for years. You've been watching company houses right next to yours. Yeah, right there. And, and you know he sucks. You know that he is fucking terrible. You've been you've had the misfortune of doing fucking uh, party finders with this guy. Okay, like, you know you know that he fucking sucks. He and he's a Harley walk- around the neighborhood. And you know what? He sits there on Paladin wearing them in their DPS gloves. And he sits there AFK all the fucking time and he makes you look at the fucking gloves. That's what that's what motivates gear lust, people. And, and you know what? And if you don't have a context for what the fuck I'm talking about, it's because you've only ever played 14 and you don't have a proper context for what that feels like. Although Lust. I feel like with how hard A4 is, I'm not sure a terrible player could end up having that at that, this point in time. I think Nero at some the point. next door to Ned Flanders or at something. Some point. Plus uh, Theron and Kadeen, the other thing you have to, to, to keep in mind is you're already doing Savage. Yeah. So so you don't necessarily need extra incentive to do it because right. you are. So you're right. It wouldn't change your gameplay experience. But a Nero's point was that it might get more people to attempt it. Right. And it would, it would get me. It would get me back in it. I'd be an active part of it instead of going, what the fuck is the point? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's what I was going. You know, like, I'm trying to figure out what motivates me, dude. I can't figure out what motivates you, but I know what motivates me. A nice, shiny piece of gear that some other asshole has to walk around. I have to watch some other asshole fucking walk around with on the server. And I go, I want that. It never happens with shit, like visual shit. It barely ever, that only ever happened once with like the Odin helm, right? You got that. I know, yeah, like, you, you understand what I mean? Like, that's the only item that I've ever like really drove after in this game. Have you sure. ever seen me like motivated like that on any other thing? No. Yeah. No, I've I'm never just, seen like, anyone really motivated just, like that whatever. after a piece of gear Fuck it. in this game. You know, like either you create the motivation yourself, but like for the people who can't create the motivation, like fucking give them a little thing. It's just this little thing. Gear lust is a big motivator, guys. It really is. And I say this as a big fan of MMOs. Like, I just listed off all of the fucking different games I've played. God, I want it. Yeah. I wanted that Raja's ring so bad. Right? You never got the Raja's no, ring? No, of course I got it, but that's what oh, motivated okay. me through 26 like attempts on 6 exactly. exactly. If I didn't want the Raja's ring, I would have been like, you know what? Airship fight? Fuck that shit. I'm and so many people. Shit. How many? Was Raja's ring a fucking rare item? 
by no. any stretch of the imagination. Nope. And if no. you, but if you didn't have it, you felt incomplete as a player. You, you were wanted it because there was nothing better. Exactly. And to Swift this day, belt. you can still wear it. Exactly. Swift belt. Uh, and uh, and that's not what I'm asking for. But I mean, just like give, find a way to put that emotion back in my heart, Square Enix. I don't care how you do it. I don't care if it's a chest at the end of the thing. I don't care how you do it. Find a way to put gear lust back in my heart. Find a way to make me motherfucking hate that person that's wearing that piece of gear and to make me want to fucking grind my face off to get it. Oh, do oh, that. Oh my god, we have a call coming in from, from Square Enix. No. Lick, lick, lick my ball. Oh. Oh. oh! You had me there for a half second. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, you dick. <laughs> Oh, oh fist bump that across the room. Damn. La, 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 la. I was like, no way. No way. But, you know, like, <laughs> I, I don't know what Matt Hilton does on his Saturday. I don't fucking know. Or That's Sunday. how you do a drop, <laughs> though, man. That uh, was so good. That is, that, got, that is hands down today your best drop <laughs> ever. Pound, that was good. That was great. That was fantastic. All right. Uh, were we? Uh, We're still on this email. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Let's continue. Bluntly, I am not good enough to even consider unlocking A4S, let alone grinded ad nauseum for a rare chest. Personally, because of time constraints, levels of dedication, and other factors, I know that I will most likely not reach A4S until I am way overgeared, and that's okay. A4S isn't built for players like me. So I truly do not understand how placing a rare chest at the end of the uh, at the end of a practically impossible task is supposed to get me motivated. My casual static would uh, have to become Elysium-like if I want any reasonable shot to get this chest. That's ridiculous, and it's certainly not motivation. A 5% chance chest will not convince me to turn from a mid-core player into a dedicated hardcore endgame raider. Your solution offers no, it's, no, 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 because it, here's one of the things. You, you, he, he's saying that by the time he can get there, he's overgeared anyway. He wouldn't need it. That's why you have to make that piece of gear good enough yes. to where even if you are overgeared by, yes. by like one tier, yes. it's still fucking amazing. Yeah, like, exactly. We didn't quite fit into the show last time that I, I, if, I kind for, of started for, to sway my opinion towards Nero a little bit. Yeah. For, anyone, yeah, for anyone who actually listened to the podcast and listened all the way past the credits, like you guys, we were, we were able to figure out, like I did not express my point very clearly. well very clearly on the last episode and and i had said put a 240 body and and nika's point counter to that was that's not enough that doesn't get it done and i totally agree with her i totally agree with her and so what we kind of like sussed out was like let's like what if there was a th- uh, an i300 set that you could start getting now like let's say uh you know well, you need to say like the end of 3.x the end game for that is like 300 yeah if if that's where you're going if if the if the very end if at the end of 3.5, everyone's going to be rocking I-300, find a way that you can you can have a, a low output of I-300 gear now so that you're only just you're just building to the logical conclusion at the end of 3.5. And then you don't just have two gear sets that you have to pick between for best in slot. Now you have three. Like, I think that that's a I actually think that that's a good way to yeah, get it and done. I think, and it'll be dispersed enough where like, you know, if it's a really, really rare chance, like yeah. one person, a couple people will have, you know, a pair of gloves now and the next patch, someone will get a pair of boots yeah. and it's not going to be everybody has it. And seeing and, that build up, like seeing yeah. the first time you see someone with like those legs like holy shit they're like what the exactly. hell they look cool that's, and then the next patch you see somebody with the body but yeah. you want you want to see them together yeah. and there's always going to be that one guy exactly like every five servers yes. that's getting them yes until you finally see like the full fucking set you're like no fucking yes way. that this fucking exists that is... fucking exists yes holy shit he has all of them in Nero what? dude look at this screenshot where this it, guy exists where is that in this game it's on Balmung I know where is that in this game <laughs> people people did that people did that for like 
a month when the Goku horse came out, but that's it. That's like there's there's like very little in this game that when people see it, they go, oh, holy shit. And when they do, it's all cosmetic. It doesn't actually mean anything. Right. So like you give it meaning, you give it stats. And and it and it does it, it would become a status symbol. It would become a status piece. And the, and you've got two pieces of RNG that you're working against. You've got the five percent. You know, like let's uh, the super low drop rate that the chest is going to spawn anyway. And it only puts out one type, so it's going to be either healer gear. Like the, you know, if it's going to drop hands, right? Like it's either going to be healer hands, tank hands, DPS hands, or what? You know what I mean? Or, like yeah, there's range a, DPS. Yeah, there's a lot of fucking variables in there, and then you can ease some of those. It, over time if people really want that gear and when it, it becomes be relevant sellable. gear sellable but it, too but it keeps people re-engaged in old content if that stuff's coming out of a uh you know alex savage three and four right like we're at we're when we're at the point at like we're when we're grinding for nine and ten for our i 300 gear right people are still gonna be doing people those. are still gonna be doing those because it's putting out relevant gear yep why yeah. was this so hard to understand or it put into words like yeah no that's 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 what i i did i i will exp- i will say that i did not express that very well and it was because nika helped me refine my point like we continue to talk about it after the show it's in the post show patreons if you're a patreon member you can find the post show up at patreon.com slash limit break radio uh but yeah we did suss that out as a part of the post show and then included it as uh like a a, an added like seven minute thing uh on the end of uh episode number 31 but yeah i i I totally stand by that i i mean fuck i don't think if they're gonna stick with the progressive eye level system yeah you want to have some kind of gear lust. I mean, in most right. games, you have that gear that's good forever. In this yeah. game, you won't have that. So if you have a piece of gear that's good for the entire expansion, and then in the next expansion, they can you know make it easier to get, make it for glamour, and then have a new piece that will be good for the entire expansion. I think that's a way to solve that problem. Right, right. And, and I mean, you know, glamour gives you options like like it's really that would be a reason to stand around and check people. Remember when that <laughs> used to be a thing? <laughs> you know, like I, I, someone I, whispering Dawn in the chat uh, says the only problem is there's no gear lust if people are gr- glamoring over the pieces. But like, no, if those pieces, if there were super rare pieces out there, You'd people look would look for them. Yeah, oh, people and by would the way, absolutely if you look got it, them. you wouldn't glamour over it. Right? No, I mean, you would plus, show that shit some people, off. Some people might. Some people might. At least I think, until you uh, get the full set. I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think most people would actually put probably like uh, theme their, yeah, their no, glamour around, around those. If it's pieces. a five percent yeah. drop from AS4, you're gonna gl- uh, glamour your gear around that yeah, piece. Yeah, absolutely. You'd make that shit work. It would make glamouring a little bit more interesting too, right? Like I don't. I just to me, this is just it's it's one way to get it done. But all I'm saying is Square Enix. I need gear lust. Like that's what that's what keeps a lot of people playing. That's what keeps people a lot a lot of people engaged in end game systems and stuff that they find normally frustrating is they have a reward out of it and it's not just this like predetermined like oh i'm gonna get tokens for it because you know like this is what's expected of me put something super rare in there and yeah you know what it'll make an elite class of players but you know what there's already those every uh, every mmo has that every mmo has ever had that and they've been fine and we need the gear lust because you know what you gave away our story lust exactly gave that shit away for free (laughs) thank you Thank you. Okay. All right. Were we done with this email? No. Uh, there's, 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 there's still more, but that's okay. pretty much. We've hit the gist of this email. Finish the email. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Be respectful. Your solution offers nothing to the more than ninety percent of players who have accepted that A4S is out of their reach for the time being. We Therefore, anything that. that yeah, I, that's why I wanted to skip it. 
Therefore, anything that A4S contains, including your rare chest, is equally out of reach and is worthless to us. It's not that I'm lazy or need to get good. It's just a pragmatic recognition that my skills and time and commitment to this game aren't going to carry me into the top 1% of players who clear A4S, and again, that's okay. I'd rather see the rare item chest pop up in daily slash weekly roulettes. That way, you'd have, uh, you give everyone motivation, and if you add it to old content, you give people potentially a reason to even revisit it. It would make uh, also make dailies a bit more fun, as you know, at the end of the daily, you get to play the lottery, basically. And uh, who knows, maybe that lucky undergeared random who actually gets the super rare piece might even feel compen- compelled to give Endgame a shot. Mm. Actually, he, no, he's kind of mentioning yeah, there yeah, what we want it to yeah. be later down the line. Right, yeah. We want it to be the encouragement to go back I'm, later, I'm sorry, not yeah. now. I'm sorry, yes. but if you have that random undergeared scrub in your party and he gets that gear, <laughs> you're going to fucking murder somebody. No, no, yeah. he, there it is. Gear lust, though. There it is. And yeah. no, no, he he has that is completely different. It. There is a difference between gear lust and an MMO serving as a means to commit homicide <laughs> and trying to pass that off as temporary insanity yeah. in a court of law. Those are two different things. But what, but what he's saying there is is basically we're kind of saying the same thing. We just want it to be we want it to be what's later on your I don't want it to drive to anyone back. into a psychotic rage, okay? Yes yeah. you do, don't lie. Uh, all right, good email. Thank you very much for that email, uh Theron. So uh Nika, why don't you take those next email here? Sure. Alrighty, this one is also kind of long. It is. We, Says, we've got novels this week, guys. Yeah, I mean, great emails. But yeah. Oh, fantastic! They're always fantastic emails. They're so good, but yeah, they're really long. All right, here we go. Hi, everyone. I just listened to episode thirty-one, and I think it was very thought-provoking and even controversial in a good way, just like Salt at Earth. I wanted to add my two cents on a couple of topics that came up. Number one, patch 3.1's delay. I'm disappointed with the delay of 3.12, of course, but as a longtime software developer, I'd like to address the, pro- uh, the question why they can't just throw more people at the problem. Yeah, well, yeah. I think I was the one who said they should hire more people, but I didn't just mean throw people at it till, yeah, you know. Yeah. Anyway, um, adding lots of new members to a team all at once is risky due to the time needed to conduct interviews, time taken to train the new hires, time to find synergy with existing team right. members. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we kind of yeah, went Added logistical yeah. burden for managers, et cetera, et cetera. Um, these are complex systems. It's not a linear problem. Like if you had five guys digging a ditch, you can get it done three times faster by adding another 10 guys with shovels. By drastically increasing the size of an existing dev team, you're almost certain to push back deadlines even more. Perhaps That's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. Because like, perhaps this is what happened. Well, yeah, you throw you throw more. It, it's uh, at some point it does become like too many cooks in the kitchen. You know what I mean? Like that's that's a very real thing. So, uh, you know, yeah, it, 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 I, 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 I feel like now because we've got two emails about this now uh, that, that we may have we may have blown that off. A, like, I, I think people may have misunderstood where the joke was in there like yeah, where, it's, what it's i was also, goofing on so they didn't realize that it, at the beginning how much time they would need into it and so in the initial hire they didn't you know think oh we might need more people or we're going to be working 80 hour weeks uh, it's, uh, I, I think i think our point is that just like if if it, you know like if burnout is a problem then like square enix as a company whatever they need to do should address it and, that, and that's not like they're saying throw more people at it to solve this problem now right yeah Look, exactly it's gonna take I mean, six think, to seven weeks yeah, we no, know that that just, can't be fixed yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, to, to moving forward moving forward exactly to yeah. something they should consider right. and I don't think we need to say like okay they have say they have ten people on the dev team they need to instantly make it twenty I think you know start with one person here one person there so you don't have to take off months to train twenty new people yeah no no, get one person, they can intern, whatever. You know, just kind of. Yeah, we get that. We have something to think about. We all work in creative fields. We get that. You know, like it's yeah. yeah. So they, I think that our, the, a lot of listeners took us very literally. I think I, exactly yes, where I, we were going with that when right. we said that. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. 
All right. So they say number two, burnout slash vertical progression. I think vertical progression is good in the sense that it allows your character to keep leveling via eye level even after you hit the job's level cap. It continues to give you that feel of advancement. Um, one of the most compelling things in any RPG, in my opinion. It's bad in the sense that once you reach that maximum eye level or the maximum that you're willing to work to, there's nothing left for you until they patch the game with better gear or a raised level cap. Yes. I'm not a hardcore player by any means, but I've kept myself busy capping esoterics on my astrologian while also working to level up Monk for a DPS job. I think it's a lot of fun learning to DPS when I've always healed before. Might try leveling tank too when I have the time. Something I find helps for me is if I'm playing relevant content and beat, uh, beating dungeons with a group while advancing my current job, I have just as much fun on my level 30 as I do on a level 50+. plus. Uh, if I was feeling too burned out on advancing my battle classes, some other stuff I'd look at, like they have uh, PvP, housing, crafting, gathering, helping random lobbies, community events, gold saucer games, playing market board, running out, old content for glamour, soloing, um, low manning content, maxing out my retainers, beast man dailies, chocobo leveling, etc. I'm sure it's because I played for four months at launch, then took a year off, but I still feel like there's so much to do in this game, even if I got sick of the existing PvE dungeon raid progression stuff. I think it's fine to take a break from playing an MMO. I've hopped around a lot myself over the years, but the quality ones always bring people back, in my experience. Um, big thanks for all the work that you do. Love the show, and I'll definitely keep listening. Kanjo Dakini of Fairy Server. And he says, P.S. The part about being amused by streamers buying the wrong Hearthstone packs and freaking out made me laugh my ass off. <laughs> I was an idiot and bought a bunch of classic packs by accident when Gnomes vs. Goblins came out. Oh, <laughs> brutal. Oh, dude, that sucks. Can't I, you read, ass douche? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, but yeah, uh, great email, by the way, first of all. And uh, yeah, I... I, I Again, I feel like we maybe we were a little bit uh, misunderstood when it came to the developer thing, but yeah, okay. So the burnout and vertical progression, yeah, there are uh, there are clearly players of this game who can find things to do. There is a there is a lot of content. Don't get me wrong, but I there mean, is, it's just well, it's not. It, it's hard to explain it's that not it's not real content. It's, yeah, and, it, and it's different content. Not everyone <laughs> likes PvP. It's, it's hard, hard for to, Nika to explain without sounding elitist. Is what she's yeah. saying. No, no, no. And, and, I mean, people, I see people saying like, oh, well, level all of your jobs. Well, I mean, if you have one or two jobs you really like, for someone to just be like, okay, well, I want to keep playing this game, but all I have to do is level jobs that I dislike, that's not real content that's going to keep people wanting to play. Well, like, sure, they have that stuff to do, but do they want to do it? That, mm. Let's just, hang on. Let's just take it. Let's just take a second and, and again, remind everyone that this is a Final Fantasy 14 podcast. So it's not like as a podcast, we can fuck off and talk about Guild Wars 2 for three weeks. You know what I mean? Like, we can't do that. Like, we tried to do that this episode and we already had, pe we tried to. Put Final Fantasy XIV's population size, its server size, its you know how many people are plugged into this game. We tried to put that into context, and people in the chat were like, "Is this what they do when there's no game content? They just talk about other games and how much they're pissed off about them?" Like, what the fuck are we supposed to do as a as a, a FF14 media organization? What like what response are we supposed to have to that? Oh, it's fine. Yeah, we get it. They're just they they're humans. They need their time off whatever we'll spend our time talking about married couples who play video games together you know like it's just maybe, like maybe we should read off the wiki uh, yeah like what the, <laughs> you know like we're we're a weekly show that's about final fantasy 14 and i think that you know like there there is some legitimate criticism that can happen here yeah and there dude so many people are coming out as dev apologists man like yes they're people i get it they're human i like yoshi p as a person but you know what as an organization 
Square Enix, I have expectations out of you because I'm paying you money. That's it. That's all this is. It's not personal. Don't personalize it, guys. I'm not fucking, I'm not, like, I'm not insulting Yoshi P. I'm criticizing the product and the decisions that they're making. It's not personal. He's been doing a lot of that lately. <laughs> Great email. Great email. I love that email. Um, and one thing I want to point out, like, a lot of those things on that list, I've done. Yeah. These men dailies, chocobo yeah. leveling, yeah. Yeah. gold yeah. saucer events, yeah. Yeah. crafting and gathering. <laughs> yeah, no. Check. Yeah. So, like, we're running out of stuff to do. I, I mean, and Juxta actually does have other jobs leveled. Yeah. Yeah. And I just cannot bring myself to level Dragoon. I just won't do it. Or Dark Knight. It's out of the dock. He was actually, like, yeah, the other day, like, he was in my room. I was playing XCOM. He's like, oh, man, I think I might level Dark Knight. I'm like, you haven't even unlocked it yet. He's like, I know. I'm like, look, I unlocked it by accident, okay? Don't don't you do it. You, you are know, the last ja- bastion. Hang on. <laughs> Hang on, Jasset in the chat says, well, to tell that to Blizzard who went 14 months without new content, and I don't think any of us are going to be rushing to Blizzard's defense. No! no. Fuck Blizzard! If we were they doing a WoW suck. show, we'd be like, Oh my god! Oh, I would be the most. I, yeah, if I like, was, like, if this was a WoW podcast, I fu- you would not believe. Yeah, people think I'm salty now. Like is, I would be so fucking pissed with that product if that, I pay. I don't pay Blizzard any of my money. That's why they don't piss me off. <laughs> He's pissed. You can't. You can't use. I'm actually not pissed. You, I'm you, pissed you, about the fact that I'm not pissed. You can't use the the low quality of another product to justify the current quality of, of an existing product. Absolutely. Totally. Oh, what's that? Sorry, your 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 tire went flat. Well, if you'd had uh, good years, guess what? Two of them would have popped. So count your blessings. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no. Right. Yeah. It doesn't you fix the problem. Fucking hey. All right. Uh, Juxa, this is short. Why don't you read this next one? All right, we got Mordok's Bladeborn of Genova writing in. I wrote to comment on, on the current incentive to raid Endgame. My opinion is that they gutted the incentives from the raids. In 2.0, you had story, unique-looking gear, upgrade items, and the highest level uh, item level and the weapon in the game due to the fact that the raid weapons were always five item levels higher than the upgraded tome weapons. In 3.0, the story was given out in normal as well as the same style of gear. Uh, the raid is no longer a higher item level, and tomes can now get you the exact same item level as raid gear. So the only real incentive is the challenge, the mounts, and the early access to upgrade items. As someone who- and the lack of other things to do. <laughs> yeah. That's really it. The only people, the only reason anyone queues for Alex Normal is that there ain't shit else to do. As fun as standing around Idleshire doing nothing is. Yeah, totally. As someone who is raised with mostly the same group since uh, T four. Or T7, excuse me. Uh, I always push the content. We are finding it increasingly hard to get everyone to dedicate time to raids as our and our groups uh, and our group raids as much less than we used to. Anyway, just my opinion. And as always, I enjoyed the show. Oh, that was terrible. Why do we let him read stuff? Okay, well, it's just a fucking wall of text. They're all walls yeah. of text. Yeah, well, you would have done. You would have done any better with any of these other emails. Nika had a nice like yeah, formatted shit. Yeah, mine was paragraphed shit. really nicely. The one that I wrote. That's how he wrote it. 
Okay, well, my guy had like bad sentences. Don't no, don't, don't, yeah, no, don't, no, 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 don't throw Mordex under the bus like that. Come oh, on, that, that, that was you. Still that was you. That was all you. I read shitty as well. That was you. That was all you. I read shitty as well. Because <laughs> we're fine. It was just in a, a square shape, and that threw you off. Yeah, it's terrible. That, no, that who's the producer of this show? I need to speak to that guy. That's that's all true though. But the other thing you have to consider too is when you look back at Coil, you're looking at T one. Through thirteen, and right now you're looking at you know one through four. Yeah, it yeah. also didn't help that anonymous Beaver was writing all over my thing, <laughs> covering my words. <laughs> uh, I'm guessing that was. <laughs> well, you, you know what? Speaking of shitty reading, um, a Nero has actually been requested to bring the to, to read I, the I next guess one. So. I guess so. It's, oh, it's not super long though, but it's long. All right, dear LBR, please read this and bring the salt hearts. Uh, dear LBR, long time listener since the eleven days, and I have always loved your content. I always feel like I'm uh, writing an email in response to your episodes, but during episode 31 i had to stop mid episode to write this email what started as a calm discussion on the lack of content led quickly to salt and anger and i have to call bullshit on nika right now <gasps> Whoa. Okay, i think that where this is going is what we fleshed out just a minute ago oh well, not many people call the bs on nika usually she gets the pass because she's pretty yeah <laughs> well, i don't want to pass for that there's no just i, I think i know where this is going nika, nika, well nika nika what? Kahlo is being facetious. You're ephemeral. I know. I know. <laughs> good one. That was a good one. Uh, while, while the idea wasn't perfectly articulated and fleshed out by Nero, I completely agree with Nero that there needs to be amazing, rare, next tier gear in raids. Like Nero said, I think this game needs some uh, gear lust as a status symbol and something that, frankly, isn't going to be replaced by tombstones on a treadmill. Uh, how this is uh, how this is implemented. Uh, isn't really for a Nero or I to decide, but Nika's position on this topic really blew me away. I uh, I cannot believe her. <laughs> okay, all right. I cannot be- I, I cannot believe her. I think that's what it's supposed to be. I cannot believe her for one single second that Nika wouldn't be motivated to get the rare amazing gear. We're talking about the same Nika that always camped H&M's in 11. Why did she do that? Oh, maybe for the higher tier NM that would pop. And maybe, just maybe, for that drop, uh, for that super rare piece of armor. And then maybe your LS would let you lot on it. And then maybe you would actually win that lot. I mean, that's a lot. He's not wrong. That's no, a, that's not, a lot of fucking variables. Wrong. He's not wrong. The difference was that in 11, that piece would be good forever. Whereas what a Nero was initially saying. Well, not forever, saying, just till Abyssia. Okay. And that's the point. And that's the point. Well, like, but, but you can't say forever because there was a point where it did become irrelevant. But from, but from what I've seen people say, there are still people that are lusting after riddles, cracking. Oh, totally. Like, yeah, there's, there's some still stuff in there. So, yeah. That stuff's different. I think... And I think he goes into it more a little bit in the email in a second. But what I was originally arguing against is that Nero originally articulated that if, if their gear is currently 210, Two, have a 220 yeah. piece in yeah. the chest. No, and that was that my... Yeah. Would, I would never be motivated for a 220 piece because literally, like, 
three weeks later it would be outclassed yeah. if it was an end tier like end of expansion eye level yeah I could see myself lusting after that for yeah, sure yeah yeah oh, and, and we and we did settle that we did we did yeah kind of, we did we, pull, we pulled we pulled that car back around so uh, uh, Nika you argued against this idea so adamantly during the episode and uh, maybe this a- idea actually does sound super bad on paper however you need to face facts what sounds good on paper and what pulls you into the game every day might be different and I love that point too you can argue you with Nero all you want uh, about this and uh, 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 about this uh, is a poor idea uh, but you've already proved that it works because you went after this kind of a lever uh, this kind of armor in 11 Uh, did you need this armor in 11 no or how else would you have been able to beat some content and not others Uh, you simply wanted this armor because it is at the end of the day, a status symbol. No one gives you a leg up on existing and future content, although stats do kind of matter in, in a lot of different ways. Uh, anyone who would be quick to point out that uh, taking down Nidhogg and besting A3 are totally different in challenge, uh, but at the end of the day, saying that rare, amazing gear wouldn't incentivize you to work harder at Alex Savage is complete bullshit. Anyway, thanks for the great content. Uh, Arcelia Wolf of Lamia Server. P.S. Let's face it. Uh, uh, it isn't. It just isn't Limit Break Radio without a Nero. Thank you. you. Right. So that's so nice. Well, no, right. because it, no, no, no. That's true. Because if we didn't have a Nero, we wouldn't have any of this gear. And nobody would know oh, how to operate. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. So no, Nero, but yeah, he, has a, he has a good point. He I think the, the reason that I argued so hardly against it is just because of the vertical of the, progression system. And, and the, the way and that and Yeah, and the two... I didn't incentivize and, it properly. Look the, at what I did. I did. I fucked yeah. that up. The way he worded the email by saying rare, amazing gear, I would absolutely want it. If it was gear that I would look at and say, wow, that yeah. is the best gear. This will be the best gear for the next year in this game. Yeah. I would be much more likely to lust after it. Yeah. Or like, even when I mean, you talk about the gear in 11, sure, I didn't need it. But the thing is, is that that gear was the best. Like, yeah, I would wear my Hot Eclair around at the beginning when like my Link show was like the only one killing Chimera and we all had Hot Eclairs and it was awesome. But it was also the best sword if you didn't have a relic. Yeah. So it, there was another reason other than status is that because it was the best so if there was gear that was actually the best and not just you know pretty then yeah i would absolutely list over it. that's true yeah freaking blood queases for how many years like if you had blood queases like that was a status symbol even in the modern day most people don't have blood queases yeah that's true because yeah. the crimson because you only wear them for the speed so yeah. having the blood ones was just and that's the thing is i never lusted after those like i got the crimson ones because that was what they were needed for yeah and i never cared about the hq because it right didn't it didn't actually do before. anything purpose wise but if you had blood queases be like well that guy is fucking loaded right, right. yeah like, if he's talking about my motivation and my reasons for doing things sure. like something that's just a status symbol especially in this game that everything just keeps progressing I, I wouldn't care that much especially but, if it's just cosmetic like yes. they've they've tried to do this now with a couple of different things where they're just cosmetic they don't have any stats yeah, like advantage that. and they try to make that the super rare glory gear and they release it and and you know like we've talked about it before where we're like oh that's kind of a cool idea makes it super limited people are gonna have to put a lot of time and attention into grinding for that if they want to glamour it and then no one does nobody gives none of the community yeah, gives a like half those, of a fuck like about that it Marion gear that came out the super pretty like that yeah gear. it's awesome and it's i mean it's still expensive to have the nq but that's all i would care for like the hq sure it's a status but like i don't need or, the or that glamour, or, so. uh, the, how many people do we see with the mistbeard helm we don't see anyone with it nobody gives a shit that's it's ugly it's well yeah, it's that, not that cool you know 
Uh, all right, uh, two more emails, and then we got to get out of here. So yeah, right. you know okay. what? I just like to point out really quick. Remember that one email that I read with all those fucking words in it? Yeah, that dude emailed us again. I know, I know. We can't. Holy, we no, can't. no, you're right. I know. But holy I, I, shit! I, 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 I know. I know. I just want. I don't want to read it. No, we okay. can't. I know. We I can't. just want to point out because we fuck could that dude. We could okay potentially be airing the thoughts of a crazy. Well, person. not that, but some of these words. I swear to God, he listened to that last episode. And he was like, you know what, Kyle, that wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. I'm going to step up my game. Honest to God. Honest to God. Holy fuck. I, I'm starting to think that that guy is a troll emailer. Like, I bet it's fucking Davey. No, that I, piece of shit. <laughs> no, I, I, that, I, I think he's trolling us. Because, like, I actually went and tried to, like, Google key phrases to see if it was, like, like he copy and pasted a document uh-huh. and just, like, did a word replace on, you know, fucking, like... Yoshi P instead of Obama. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, exactly. But no, no. I mean, like, I whatever that... Thanks, Yoshi P. I couldn't... Lot. I could not reference even... A, like, whatever whatever this person... It may be a troll. I'm still going to... Still thinking that it's a troll. I like it though, but it, it's it's a good troll, and I and I, uh, we can have fun with it. Just not today. We're super yeah. over time today. No, we're definitely but, over time, and I need to practice some of these words. <laughs> well, that that too, that too. But it's like whoever whoever wrote that email went through the time to like that's all and original dedication. shit. Holy god! Like oh, who wow. the fuck uses a word like I don't know philosophiatotic? What? I, <laughs> what? I don't I don't know who you are. I don't know if that's a real word. If you tried to play that in Scrabble, I would call bullshit. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's it's both hilarious Not and genius. Mention, he'd get like a thousand points. Oh okay. my god. Hey, wait, we're we're pulling the show over to the side to talk about an email that we're not gonna read until later. Like a not on the show. So why don't we uh why don't we right, actually well, read an, an email? email? What's an email I can read? I don't know. Pick something. one. Uh, Escalia, do you have one ready to go? Do you have sure. one in the cannon? Okay, go. Hey LBR, back again. Thanks for reading my Oh, wait, is this that guy? No, okay. No, thanks for his head is at the bottom. Okay. Thanks for reading my last email. I'm glad to hear a few of you had a chuckle or two from it. So time for another since Gearlust dominated most of the discussion in the video anyways. It actually kind of took me back to when the original Guild Wars and its expansions were still fairly new, since it was the first MMO I ever played. Because when I was playing around in the factions and Nightfall campaigns, I went to the wiki a bunch of times and saw some really goddamn cool gear with nice stats that only came out of clearing the final dungeons of the different expansions and having the crafting components for that gear in your inventory so you could access the post-final dungeon areas crafting NPC to make them at all. Holy wow. shit, what a run-on sentence. Wow. Uh, that that was gear lust. I wanted these crazy awesome looking bits of gear with slick stats. People can go on about glamour being the real endgame. That's just juxta. And to an extent they are right. But cosmetics aren't enough for everyone and thus I must agree with the glorious elder primal of sodium, Aniro Grigori, that gear lust will keep people playing for whatever reason they want some particular piece of gear. Oh, wow. I actually you know, I, I just copy and pasted a lot of these emails. I thought that I was going to get a lot of pushback on that and no. it seems like people are being pretty supportive of it. Stats surprised. Looks, be it stats, looks, collecting, grinding it up, and snorting it off of Gubu's ass, whatever yeah, the fuck people want it for. That's funny. But. <laughs> But to take it a step further, another thing they desperately need to do is give incentive to do the level 50 content. Be it tombstones or gear yeah. slash upgrade okay. tokens or yeah. shirtless Thancred or Minfilia in a bikini. Ooh, I'm interested. Just <laughs> something to take people act- or to make people actually care about the massive amount of content in the game they're not even bothering with anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glamour oh isn't God. enough of a reason for doing damn near anything at that level, and new players could likely never see any of that content at all, which is bad because they're missing out on a shitload of the game. Mm-hmm. A Again, like Nero said, that needs to be the cake on the end of the stick to make the dumbass fat chocobo fly. 
Wait, I think I butchered that analogy, but whatever, you get what I mean. Nah, it works. I'll, I'll let it slide. I'll you, uh, that's, uh, that's passable. Also, just to add two cents on a different email you read, I like the idea of summoners having like primal stances instead of eggies because then you could have cool shit like summoner uh, swinging at someone with a book and it's and it makes Ifrit's arm appear to bitch slap a mob's face off with searing pain and death as opposed to the primal action figures with imitation insta-kill action. <laughs> <laughs> like what we have now. Oh, like yeah, it. that's great. Thanks for reading. You guys are awesome. Keep on kicking ass. Marcus Ragnar of Sergeant Anus. P.S. Can muting Callow be a thing instead of Juxta? They do kind of sound alike, but the big difference is that Juxta is actually funny. Oh, fuck. You know oh. what? How would you know who's funny and who's not? We sound the same to you anyway. Why are you pointing <laughs> at me? Because you read the email, you dick. <laughs> Thank Don't you point so at much. the messenger. Thank you know you. what? For all you know, for all you know, Maybe you actually like me, Kahlo, better than Juxta, but you just don't realize it because we sound the same. Someone in the chat Mind was not referring to you as Juxta. So maybe maybe I am the funny one. Oh. No, because he knows that I do the drops. See? And See? For all yeah. you know, he right now he's like, why is that guy talking to himself? <laughs> uh, Keep thinking thank, that. All right, I got the next email. Thank you so much for the email, Marcus Ragnar. We appreciate it. And, okay, all right. All right we're going to give last... a, little love, a little love to the healers today in this email. Final email right. of episode number number 32 i'm writing this in response to the paladin that emailed last week about accuracy on healer gear there seems to be a common misconception when it comes to how se has intended healers to be played and how content for this game is made first of all se has stated that they don't factor healer dps in when they design content i don't believe that i don't remember if it was yoshi or another member of the dev team but they said that that the way they come up with how content works is they take the damage from two tanks for DPS, do over an amount of time at the minimum item level for the content and subtract 10 to 20%. This means that healers not having accuracy is not an oversight. So healer DPS is not factored into content. However, I'm not saying the healers can't mm. or shouldn't DPS. I don't know about Far that. from it. What it does mean is that any DPS your healers can put out is a bonus, regardless of the amount. This also means that it gives groups a bit of leeway if they can utilize this bonus, making them able to beat content while they are still technically undergeared for it. Now, with the DPS check for A1, there yeah, is no. no way they didn't factor Yeah, bullshit. Yeah, I, no, I, way. no way. Healers, you need to you need to DPS. Yeah. Do your job! Seriously. As a main scholar, I, for one, would cringe if they started giving us accuracy on gear. Accuracy does nothing to help healing, which is surprisingly what the healer's primary job is. Do your job! <laughs> Even with no accuracy on my gear, I was still pumping out 200 plus more DPS than the pal and I had in my last static for Alex <laughs> oh. during phase one of the oppressor. Oh. I was easily at 700, 750, while he was barely at 500. Yep, that's, how it works. that's how it works. Hey, paladins. Do your job! Considering that average DPS numbers for actual DPS are about 1,000 to 1,200, depending on class, and warriors can hit 1,000 as well, the fact that a healer is getting close to that is insane. If I had the accuracy, I would probably be able to hit 1,000 easy. Hell, in A2 normal, I'd have hit 950 and topped out the DPS on the fight if there was no summoner. But that might be partly because melee DPS seem to be allergic to AoE rotations. The healers primary job is to heal that's it do your job (laughs) (laughs) i love that i'm sorry i love that one it's just so it's so angry oh anything more than that they can bring to the fight is nice but there is a reason that they aren't getting any accuracy 
When I'm at other jobs, I honestly don't care what the healer does as long as nobody dies. Yes, it's nice if they throw out some damage when they can, but I've lost count of the times I've died on warrior after use all my self-heals and cooldowns because the cleric wasn't clerics and not paying attention to my HP. To reiterate, I'm not saying healers can't or shouldn't DPS, but that it shouldn't be expected. It should be down to the healer to decide if they are comfortable with the fight, the tanks, and their own skill. If you need the healer DPS to meet a DPS check, then by SE's standards, you are under-geared for that fight and should consider yourself lucky to have a competent healer. If your healer as a player can't balance healing and DPS when you need them to, maybe help them with it. Make up the DPS elsewhere. Wait until you get better geared as a group or replace them with someone who can. I imagine the same applies to paladins as well. If you're wiping at 1% constantly with a paladin, then perhaps the group isn't as geared as it needs to be for the fight. I'm positive that SE took Paladin's lesser damage into account when making the fights, but the community has decided to shit on the class because of how they approach the game. That because there's no trade-off! There's no fucking, they don't have a trade-off! They just exactly. have lower DPS! You need to make a, a reason to trade off the Yeah! That, and we, and I think we've we've gone, Nika, you expressed that perfectly yep. when we first started talking about this. Guys... That isn't to say that SE doesn't need to do anything. Okay, all right, all right, okay, okay, all right. But they had to have taken it into account. Mm. I agree that hard DPS checks and gears, gear walls are fake difficulty, but that is why this game, or that, that is what this game is currently built around. I really hope SE innovates soon, because if we just keep the same going into 4.0, then I'm probably going to be bored with the game and unsub. Yeah. Yeah, Hell, I already have, have a, had had a hard time coming up with a reason or motivation to log in, and I thought about taking a break and checking out what's been going on in 11 since I stopped playing it. I know many disagree with my stance, but if you disagree with me, then you disagree with SE and how they have envisioned the game to be played. Yes. I, well, I, I'm not... Yeah, we I'm do. Not, it's, okay to, it's okay to disagree with yeah, SE. Yeah, I'm not uncomfortable with disagreeing with SE. I don't think that they... I, I mean, the fact that this game receives development is just proof that they don't know... Like, it, it changes. Shit changes all the fucking time. They've got to keep up with it just like we've got to keep up with it. It's, it's, a, it's a synergy. It's not, it's not like, you know, like, oh, I mean, I feel like it's like you, you decided to defy SE God and you will go to SE hell. Like, no, come on. I, we, yeah, you I, th- I think, disagree with people that yeah. you like, like we're not like yeah. just because we disagree with them with something doesn't mean we hate them. And it's not, and, and, and clearly we're not calling for people to give up their subs. That's the last thing. Like, if anything, we're encouraging people to hang on. But, but I get it. You know what? Like, like okay, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. We, in, in a form, in, a, in, in kind of a way, Limit Break Radio is, it, it, you know, it's a symbiotic product with FF14. And our, you know, our show does well if FF14 does well. So we're not going to come out and totally trash the motherfucker the whole time. Like, we're not going to, like, be wall to wall. You shouldn't buy this game. Like, that has never, that's never been any, it, it, that has never permeated any part of our discussion. At any time. We've never said, don't buy this game. Don't sub to it. Stop paying your subs. Unsub. We've never encouraged our audience to do any of that. But you know what? There's this feeling out there that other people have, that other players have, where they're frustrated. They're sick of the delays. They're tired of having to wait for shit. And they're tired of doing the same thing over and over again. And guess what? I'm one of you. And for me to hold that back, and for me to go, yeah, just wait, guys. You got to understand from Square Enix's point of view that, you know, they're really tired hired and they're, they're people too and I, that just comes off as making excuses for them 
They're a company. I'm criticizing a company. It's not. Per- this is the second time I've had to it's go over this. It's not attack. fucking personal, man. Yeah, yeah well, and we're not going to be happy about that kind of thing either. Yeah, yeah. no. Like, we're not going to. Yeah, we're if not going to. 14 gonna... goes under. Our show is going to be really hard to yeah, do. We don't I... enjoy that we uh, that we feel the need to criticize them. We wish we didn't have to. Yeah, totally. And, 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 and to come out and say, oh, but guys. Just hold on. It's going to be okay. That's just, that's that's disingenuous. I don't want to do that. I can't do that. We did that in 11. We did that for the 11 version of LBR all the time. Because we figured if this game dies, our product dies too. And you, and you know what? That's not wrong. That's totally accurate. It's 110% accurate. But blowing, sitting around blowing this game for the entirety of your show doesn't make for a better game, doesn't make for a better community. What do we get out of it for 11? What gives, do we get out of it? Gives you a neck ache, too. I'd rather be I'd rather be honest and I'd rather you know like some people are going to agree with me in this community some people aren't but I'd rather be honest about how this shit makes me feel than trying to guide your feelings. I'm not I don't want to guide your feelings guys. I'm not I'm not asking you guys to rise up behind me and become a fucking, you know, like oh, you all become a cynical force in FF14. No, that's not what I'm asking for. That's not that's not the point of the show. But if we came out here and we and we apologized for Square Enix for three hours, I don't think I, I think that there's a serious like uh, part of the community would hear that and go, "Oh, this is fucking bullshit." Well, if we're gonna apologize to SE for three or for SE for three hours, then the check better clear, <laughs> right? All right, so they go on to say, fortunately, it gives us as a player base a bit more freedom than we otherwise would have. With this game restricted to the Holy Trinity for combat, we as players honestly don't have many options with how we can do things, and hard DPS checks certainly don't help in that regard. One of the reasons I play a healer as my main is that I feel healers have the most freedom when it comes to how they can play, and that personal skill matters a lot more than how good you can hammer out your rotation. Okay, that got a little long. I was originally going to email my theory crafting and how I think Red Mage would work in 14, but that guy's email made me a little ranty. Maybe next time. And this comes from Dimas Telemon from Leviathan. Thank you so much for that email. That was a great email. But yeah, I just, I, I, you know, like there are plenty, there are plenty of other fucking, there are plenty of other podcasts that will sit around and, and, and just blow whatever they're talking about endlessly, you know? And I just, I've never liked that. It's like a morning talk show that, you know, they just give you schlocky, you know, boring garbage, you know, like, oh, look what, look what was on the front page of the Inquirer, you know what I mean? Like, it's more, it's like radio shows that do that. And I, I've always been far more attracted to radio shows where, where there are guys sitting behind the mics that are just as pissed off to be there at six o'clock in the morning as you are <laughs> to be in your car going to work. That resonates with someone that resonates with people. I, I mean, like, I, you know, I get it that I can be kind of an angry, animated guy and that that turns some people off. And I'm fine with that. That's OK. You don't need to agree with everything I say. You don't need to hold the same opinions that I do. That's not a precondition of listening to the show. But you know what? Sitting around and blowing Square Enix and trying to come up with apologies for them for why they're waiting six weeks to deliver content. I'm not about that. I'm not going to do that. Sorry. Go find a, you apologized. Go I, find another. Uh-oh. Go I find knew. another fucking show that'll do that because there's plenty of them. So we're not going to do it. All right. I thank knew. you. Thank you guys so much for your emails. That being said, <laughs> he just switches. He's like, by the way, yeah. Thank you. Thank guys, you. Thank you guys. <laughs> thank so, you for emailing us in. Thank you guys so much for your emails. It was really nice. <laughs> it was very. So nice if you could so see like the change in him physically, <laughs> like like just before that, there was like this twinge of pain too. Oh, oh when it, you know the thing is like. It, it, 
people may see it because we're doing Final Encounter cast, and I'm, and I'm about to get really animated on that. Oh boy! Which, yeah. which, so by so by the way, if if uh, if you're listening to Limit Break Radio live right now on Twitch.tv/slash Limit Break Radio, stick around. Final Encounter cast is coming up next. That's going to start at about 6 p.m. I'm going to be very animated, talking a lot about Metal Gear Solid Five today. We got a lot mm-hmm. to talk. Oh my God, we got a lot to talk about. Remember Kahlo during FF7 remake. Nero's about to unleash. Get his ready. Beast. It may be. It may be way bigger. I don't know. Probably because oh, I've had like. Yes! I've had like what ten years of you guys like you know, shoving these shivs and spears into me to create like a, a hardened shell against yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Whereas yours is still fresh. Mine is still fresh. If, but we're if gonna Nero be. unleashes his beast. I'm leaving. <laughs> not putting up with that. All right, uh, but that's coming up next here uh, live on Twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. If you're listening on the podcast, Final Encounter Cast came out yesterday. You can find that at its web website finalencountercast.com uh thank you guys so much again for your emails for your calls uh this has been a really interesting discussion uh i'm just gonna go ahead and thank matt pat uh because i'm gonna assume that he's not gonna try to sue us or take down his take down this video uh because because he's mad about the criticism uh and hopefully he takes it in stride hopefully he takes some of that criticism takes it into account and is able to make a better product or is at least able to shill things better because that's that was really embarrassing. Honestly, as a fan, it was coming from a fan, a diehard fan. That was really embarrassing, and it was really hard to watch. And uh, and I, I I took no pleasure, Matt. I took no pleasure uh, uh, in taking you to task on air. You know Still what would you know what would really make my day is if he comes out to say, "Well, you know what? I took no pleasure in making it." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that would that, that would just would, make everything better. It, it would totally smooth that whole thing over. But how any, quickly it, would all wounds be healed? But but anyway, yeah. Shout out to Matt Pat and his channel Game Theory. Uh, it, it's usually good. It's usually really good. Otherwise, besides the one thing that we picked apart, he has great fucking content over there. I'm, I don't mean to sound like he's a total like he. You know, I didn't mean to rip him apart like that. Like I'm a big fan. I'm genuinely. A big fan of what he does so please uh go check that out he's got a big presence on youtube just look up game theory uh i think he's part of the escapist now too i'm not sure but uh i think that's extra credits it, no no i don't think that is i think it is game theory but anyway i, I don't it doesn't matter uh we're out of here thank you guys so much for your emails for your calls uh for your support over at patreon.com slash limit break radio this doesn't happen without you guys and that's very serious it really like legitimately this doesn't happen without your support so uh if you would like to support Limit Break Radio, head on over to patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. That's going to do it for us. I'd like to thank our full crew this week, Nika Kayanian, Ascalia Rayumasa, Juxtaposition, and Kahlo Landis. I'm Aniro Grigori. Keep listening. Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. Today's episode was produced by Kahlo Landis and Aniro Grigori. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Miri Kennett, Scry De La Rosa, Zurian Urexin, Satori Komeji, Karquin Albarn, Rajan Nelka, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. To support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at facebook.com slash Gamer. Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at facebook.com slash husky by the geek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. 
Check out their line of AMG graphics cards and other hardware at DiamondMM.com. Limit Break Radio is solely responsible for its content. <laughs>